Hey, I'm eating a bag of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits. False start. Here at the Recycle Garage in sunny Santa Cruz, California. What a glorious day it was today. Yes, indeed. A little warm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who said that? It was that? pretty nice. That was it was me. pretty nice. Okay, very good. Hey, everyone. In the room today, you have me. This is Liza. Knock, knock. Who's there? Fuck knock. <laughs> barf, barf, barf. <laughs> Thank you to the listener who said that. A knock, knock joke in. Uh, joining us tonight, it's Electric Terry. Go electric. That's right. And on the board tonight, you got it. It's your favorite ginger. It's Bagel. Hello. Mm-mm, I'm uh, not settling for that. <laughs> Hello. Why oh, saying? Yeah. It's very exotic. Uh-huh. We do. I'm feeling so vanilla in this room today, right now. It's. A, I was going to say it's quite an eclectic bunch. With isn't all it? these uh, accents. Oh no, Terry out vanillas me. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> no, Terry's got the southern thing going on. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. Well, no, he doesn't. Want to drive my four by four truck? Yep. <laughs> yep. There it is. And you heard her on the classy girl couch. It's Miss Emma. Hello, darling. Kiss a ginger, twenty five cents. When does uh, inflation kick in on that? <laughs> well, no, it depends on the quality of the ginger. <laughs> and you what's know, the, I think it's inflation proof, darling. I'm curious. What is the rate in t- in Canada? Ooh. I don't know whether gingers are allowed in Canada. Really? Well, that would be about 30 cents in Canadian, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> 30 cents, eh? <laughs> well, and we're about to find out. I think it would be a 31 and a bullet. I think they do a barter system up there, don't they? Yeah, I, well, I believe so. Yeah, 31 cents on a bullet. <laughs> I was going to say we like to trade beaver. Beaver. Oh, yeah. oh go. very beaver good. Pelt. No, but you, you know, what? What do, um, if we're talking about money... Do you know the common denominator between um, Canadian land and England? No. Both, they both have the Queen on their money. Oh. Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and let's right, get right to that also on the Classic Girl Couch tonight, all the way from the land of Canada. It's Angela. Hey. You're just Canada. Angelina. You're already like dreading this, aren't you? No, it's going to be fine, Thinking why? Angela. Why did we say we would stay yeah. for this? We're not going to. We're not no. here to torment you, darling. Never say That's no. Not take exactly every true. opportunity. <laughs> and her best wingman, also from Canada, it's John. Hello, it's Johnny. <laughs> he sounds very Canadian, yeah. Oh no, yeah. Sorry about that. No, if you get them, <laughs> Sorry about that. and the thing is, if you get them on Canadian topics, <coughs> you know they become more Canadian. It's like the volume on Canada gets turned up. <laughs> Sorry. Canadian topics. If I mean, if they talk about the mounted police, I'm sure they'd be so Canadian they'd have to. Well, they were talking about healthcare or... earlier, and their accent really came. Up. Oh yeah, no, it went up to eleven. Yeah, the accent went up to eleven. You know, because <laughs> so, we have healthcare. Yes, <laughs> we don't. <laughs> that was low. Well, also in the room, I'm going to leave this one a little bit of a mystery for oh, people yes. to solve. He's a man of mystery. Try and guess that accent. It's Raymond. Lanarka. What? <laughs> what? Hey, he was speaking in tongues. 
Mm-hmm. And think, moving in a mysterious way. I think he just said butter in Swahili. I don't know what <laughs> that has to do with anything. It's untranslatable. <laughs> so, um, Emma, we uh, did some stuff today. Yeah, we done stuff. And when I say we did some stuff, yes, I, I didn't really do anything. Well, no, you did I mean, your own stuff today, yeah, to be fair. Yeah, I found the parts cleaner on the ground. Somebody had moved it. And then I realized, you know, we've been working with a non-working switch and just unplugging it all this time. I'm like, you know what? I can fix it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you just kind of dig in, found a switch, drilled it out, put a right. switch in, the whole thing. It works. Um, and I just kind of uh, fussed around. I, I'm i preparing for Whir Whir and prepping my bikes for my friends are going to ride. And I put the touring windshield on the KLR. I think that's a good move. Yeah. I think um, the Versus, the KLR, and the KTM are all going to be very suitable for the ride LA. How would you feel if somebody came to you and said, I want to rent one of your bikes to do the complete US tour? Uh, why? Feel rich? Yeah. <laughs> Make sure they do the maintenance. As I was, they go, I yeah. was prepared to do it. Right. But not on one of your bikes. I was prepared to do yeah, it. Yeah, no, that's true. It's a long way, though, isn't it? Yeah, but all three bikes could do it. Oh, sure. It's just you're going to have to get tires along the way somewhere. Right. Oil changes. That's right. Yeah, you just do that kind of stuff. But no, I wouldn't have an issue. And the panniers on the on the KTM, you'd have to repair from being smashed well, into actually, parked cars. And all my bikes are pretty low mileage. Yeah, you know, in the in the big scheme of things. Um, no, they're all well maintained. And actually, the bike with the most mileage, my KTM, now has the least mileage. Oh, isn't that funny? I've I've still yeah. got to figure out why it did that. It's a mystery. So when I bought the bike, it had like thirty something thousand on it. Right. I've done nothing to it. Um, now remind me, you got that from Jocelyn, mm-hmm. didn't you? Yeah, it came and, from Jocelyn, and, and she had it new. Yes. So she did all of the thirty grand on it. Uh, yes, and at one point it had electrical problems, and KTM came out and swapped out the <coughs> wiring harness on it. Oh, that's nice. Of um, and I've done some electrical work, so I've had things disconnected when I wired up accessories and right. the boss and stuff like that. But I noticed about one thousand and ninety-six miles ago, it started over. What? So my odometer <laughs> says, or it's like I think it's like nineteen hundred miles, nineteen oh six, something like that. Right. What? I have nineteen hundred miles on my. KTM now. How, how'd you do that? I don't know. You see, I'm kind of... Here's, here's what I'm guessing. Wow. Because I'm, I'm not that familiar with KTMs. You know, I'm really the Triumph gal. But generally, modern, modern, modern bikes, they have a central ECU, an electronic control unit. There's the ECU. And then they'll have an ABS ECU. And then the instrument pack is the ECU in itself. Mm-hmm. And they all talk to each other, usually through CAN bus lines. And if that for some reason, if that line of communication got a bit fritzed, that would explain your mileage, or lack thereof. But yeah, generally, know. you know, if you change an instrument pack on a bike, you can't just do it. You have to actually plug it into the um, laptop you know, and I think, actually set your mileage. I think you're right, Emma, because I've actually had that happen to me before. And, uh, like, for instance, if you replace the dashboard on a Zero, 
the dashboard, if it's got a certain amount of mileage on it, it'll look at whatever the mileage is on the main bike board, and it'll reset itself to whichever is higher. Right. So, and the same thing if you replace the main bike board. Well, because it's zero, it's clever. Yeah. But a Triumph won't do that. You actually have to set the mileage. Yeah. And, you know, Triumph say, well, ooh, you know, you've got to be very diligent about this. And, you know, let's say you get a Bonneville in for a crash repair, yep. and the Speedo gets smashed. And it's just a single Speedo on a Bonneville, and it, it, it's an ECU in itself and it's got 6,000 miles on it well you buy a brand new speedo and put that on it's got zero and you you have to set it up at 6,000 miles yeah so i yeah i don't know i don't know it's kind of weird um it's and a mystery eason was offering to to hack into it and try and adjust it Ooh. i'm like yeah. i don't really remember exactly what it was so i don't know Kind of, kind of a mystery. Oh right? look, knocks back, and he's hey. no- noticeably slimmer. I got a joke for you. Knock, knock. Who's there? Oh, uh, I can't remember the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go over there. Um, oh, Emma. No, oh. we had a conversation about drill bits today. Ah, uh, yeah, it's one of my pet peeves. Yes, I know. I'm sorry. When people use the drill bits and don't put them back, and then you're left to try and size it, but the sizes have been worn off. I know. Fucking savages. No, and I, hey, and I wanted to thank uh, Raymond came early and he helped me clean the shop this morning. I've got a. I walked in. Nice. I rode the Goozy today, and I arrived what about twelve o'clock. The garage has never looked as tidy as it does right now, and R- Ramond was pushing a broom around. It was absolutely <laughs> fantastic, and smiling doing it. It's we, wonderful to see. He, Thank he, you. He was we earning his keep, work. earning his keep before he was kept. Yes. <laughs> I'm a clean freak. What yeah, there you go. No, it looks great. Thank you. And um, I wanted to point out how charming you look in that shirt oh god you know i got a gift from liza today and i want to make something quite clear (laughs) i want to make something very very clear is liza and me kind of tolerate each other we're we're secretly quite fond of each other but you wouldn't actually know that by seeing our interactions with each other and i I was presented with this (coughs) gift from liza and she's like i don't want it i'm going to give it to you and it was actually quite a thoughtful gift so it's um well, how would you describe motocross jersey, I guess? Yeah, so actually I got another package from China. Yeah, it, it's not Banggood. It's, it's uh, AliExpress. AliExpress, but it's, it's, it's a Banggood style. Well, and as you know, I've been trying to discover things on there that aren't so bad. Um, hey, look what I'm wearing. Some of my uh, dirt bike gloves. Swedish I think these are like gloves. Eight bucks. Hmm. Wow. Maybe, but I'm not sure. I mean, they're basically like golf gloves. <laughs> they're not. I mean, it's a, it's a, I mean, gloves. it's a lightweight glove, but you know, yeah. they make a statement. Yeah, it's like, like a like a knit wicking material kind of glove, right? These are bang good gloves, you say? Yeah, well, AliExpress. Yeah. But one of the things that I'm really is that been... H upside down. <laughs> one of the things I've been really enjoying are these um, these jerseys. These oh, you already got dirt on it too, Emma. These vintage jerseys, and um, I found this one. I was so excited, and it's an Eddie Lawson replica jersey, right? With Kawasaki jersey, and I thought, oh, that is so cool, and I bought it, and I bought the wrong size. Oh no! Dang, but um, you know, I, I gave, I got two that are the wrong size. I gave one to Jim, and then the other one, I was like, oh, you know, I think Emma may appreciate it. She's old enough to remember Eddie Lawson. Um, but here's the real kicker: 
on eBay right now. You could buy this jersey for the price of eight ninety nine. That's eight hundred and ninety nine dollars. Oh, ninety nine cents. Eight hundred ninety nine cents. No, eight hundred and ninety nine dollars. Wait, you're talking. For you're talking an authentic about version. An original one from. No, no. What, what we are talking about because me and Liza kind of look through this and what is we the think. Same thing she's wearing. What we think somebody has done is bought one of these for fourteen bucks. And they're obviously a bit of a chancer. And they've kind of folded the label under so you can't see the label. Posted it on eBay as a genuine replica for 899 bucks. Hmm. That's a good profit margin. That is. A little bit. Almost illegal. If you want to go onto eBay and message the seller and just say, um, hey, is this exactly the same shirt I can buy uh, for fourteen ninety nine from Banggood? I want a DNA taste, uh, test on that shirt. Okay, sure so, that it's no. Well, here's the deal. No, here's the deal. All over it. Condition pre-owned. Yes. Uh-huh. And great condition, no rips, was not worn, just displayed. And it says, rare... Vintage Kawasaki Eddie Lawson motorcycle replica mm. KZ1000R jersey. So, in so that it's, sentence, it's a vintage it said vintage replica. Right. Yes. <laughs> Men's size, uh, no rips, was not worn, just displayed. $900. So, so, what this is, is it's a vintage replica jersey as opposed to a replica vintage jersey, <laughs> which is what this is. This is, no, this is the, this is what she's wearing. Is that the same? It is exactly. Lean forward. Is that the same 21? Right? Is that the same 21? Number 21? Same font? Everything? Yep. Yes. It is the same jersey. Well, no, the reason we know is the the color is a little off. Because as everybody knows, I mean, Kawasaki corporate color has always been lime green. Hmm. And this ain't lime green. It's kind of teal. And I like it because it's just... It's a it's a unique thing, and this is teal, so it's obviously exactly the same shirt. Yeah. So somebody's being you know somebody's being a bit naughty there, and I'm, I'm all for yeah. making a bit of a profit. But dear so, God, so good looking jersey. It's great. I love it. I'm and gonna, of course, you know, like and... like a lot of people of my age, you know, I I thought, you know, Lawson was great. Mm. That's it. That's what you thought. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, w- what a cool jersey! And of all like, of all the vintage jerseys that they have, this is the only one I found that had Absolutely. a name on it. So good looking shirt, um, AliExpress. Check out the vintage Moto jerseys. I'm really enjoying them. If you want to help the counterfeit market, go to yeah. AliExpress right. and buy this jersey. I really like <laughs> that that one. They've got a yellow one with the, the Yamaha mm-hmm. one with the black and white checkerboard on yeah. it. That's great looking jersey. Yeah, but I'm, it's comfortable. You know, I'm not sure whether it's wicking. It's a bit more polyester than wicking. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it was getting a little warm in here earlier. But it's very comfortable. It's a, it's a nice comfortable garment. Raymond wants one. Like, you know. I do want one. No, Ray- <laughs> yeah. Raymond would look very handsome in one. You can have a new a new vintage as opposed to just an old shirt. <laughs> I know. Well, exactly. I mean, you know, new vintage is the new old vintage or, or something like that. So, um, it's the new you retro. got some stuff done today. Yes, mm. a very actually, it was a great day. Yeah. So we had a kid bring a Harley in. We had a we had a kid bring a Harley in, and I'd I'd gotten a little rusty Surprise. about working. Stop it, knock. Well, and here's the thing: <laughs> anytime someone brings a bike here in the back of the truck and they ride it away, that is a good day. Yeah, no, well, that's, it, but that's my that. that generally that's my mantra. It's like you're riding out of here. 
and um, we talked a little bit about my new job. So I'm now at a place called Seaside Superbikes, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is a little independent place. Um, I'm really going back to my roots. This is where I started, and it's a smaller workshop, and we work to a very, very high standard. And anything comes in, anything gets fixed, anything goes out. On Friday, I I had to put an SNS oil pump in a Harley, um, rebuild the tight, you know, the whole um, main bearing on the right hand side. Will, will you work on Chinese scooters? Probably. Um, <laughs> they get kind of put to the bottom of the queue. Okay. But right after the Harley, I was doing a, a front tire on the most humble moped. So we work on anything. So I've oh. kind of. I've brought myself back up to speed with Harleys again because obviously we do a lot of Harley work simply because there's a lot of them around. Mm-hmm. And this this guy brought the Harley down to the Misfits today and he hadn't had it very long. I hear barking. Oh. Go ahead, Emma. Yeah, you want me to go? Oh, yeah, keep going. Yeah, okay. I'm just telling Jerry you should go look for Charger. Well, he should look for Charger because there's a lot of barking going on. Charger's <laughs> probably mauling some <laughs> tiny dog out there. So um, he ju- he'd had this Harley about six months, and he'd bought it from a dealer as a consignment sale. And he was telling me that he'd, his girlfriend had run into the owner at a gas station or something, and the previous owner had said, oh, yeah, that thing's a part of crap. So he was he was kind of on tender hooks with it anyway, and it was making an ungodly noise. It sounded like um, here in America. Do you have those little portable cement mixers that you mm. find on? Yeah. yeah, if you were to throw a brick in one of those, <laughs> that's the noise it was making as oh, the geez. engine was going. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. It, wow, that sounds horrible. It was making a nasty noise, and he'd taken it back to the dealer who bought it, and they're going, "Oh God, that's main bearings." And then another mechanic had said, oh, that's big end bearing. And, you know, it was it, basically it was di- diagnosed with mechanical doom and mm-hmm. gloom from the engine. And also he was having a lot of trouble um, shifting. So he thought the transmission was shot. So, and it was actually a very, very nice 1200 Sportster. It got a lot of high-end stuff on it. Somebody had spent a lot of money on it. Yeah, I noticed it had like um, some performance machine uh, wheels right. and some Pro One pegs and yeah, uh, somebody, lights. Somebody yeah. had thrown a lot of dough at that yeah. bike. And um, we got it going, and it, it ran okay. It sounded good. God, it sounded like a dog's dinner. It was terrible. Um, but it actually ran okay. And I thought, you know what? This doesn't feel like Was a it cr- running on one, one cylinder? When we first fired it up. That's what I heard. He, the thing is, it had been in his garage for six months because he was so disappointed in this thing. Um, and then he put it on Craigslist for a thousand bucks. Whoa. Couldn't I'm surprised s- Mike didn't get it. Yeah. Couldn't sell it. Just there's no interest in it at all. And so really as a last resort, he brought it down to us. Oh, cool. Um, and so I wrote it. I thought, you know what? This this doesn't f- either sound or feel like main bearings. There was definitely hmm. something going on. So you got the brick out of the engine and I got worked? the brick out of the engine. And on a Harley, Harley's got a chain primary. I mm-hmm. mean, really, a Harley is like an old British bike. It's right. a throwback to an earlier time. And it's actually on the outside of the motor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, most Japanese bikes these days have gear-driven primaries, mm-hmm. um, and they're internal. But bikes that have a chain primary, like the original CB750, which had twin chain primaries, or the 
other one of the Yamaha triples your XS 750 as chain primary mm-hmm. um, but this is actually on the side of the engine with its own oil supply and it runs in its own casing to kind of smooth out the vibration from the engine the pulses they put a shock absorber on the end of the crank and it's, it's quite a substantial thing it's like a flywheel shock absorber and they get loose mm. and sure enough I said that is a loose shock absorber so we pulled the primary down there it was you could grab you could grab it and just clunk 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 it's obviously very loose so I backed off the nut we cleaned all the threads did a bit of thread chasing on the nuts um Knock, knock, you did some, uh, did you back off the nut today? Is that why you had to go home? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, I was very relaxed afterwards. (laughs) So anyway, I mean, we we reassemble this thing, torque the living crap out of the bolt, you know, with red thread thread locker on it so it can't come undone again. And that engine was so quiet. And it ran so well. And his transmission problems, it's absolutely typical very badly adjusted clutch so in the case of two hours and spending no money a bike that limped in here with quite serious transmission problems and the worst sounding engine you could possibly imagine he rode out of it in a sweet sounding bike and he said that bike is shifting best it's ever been since he's had it nice and he didn't spend a red cent i I appreciate that you were able to help him i wasn't following that that's great and that's exactly what we hope to do here at the garage is help people the bigger concern i have is that it sounded like he went to two different shops well you'd be surprised you know the bikes generally get misdiagnosed quite a lot um i had a very very interesting case on my bench on Thursday, which it kind of been interesting. It's a Harley Big Twin. It was a 102, um, one of the very very late twin cams, and it was actually a Czechoslovakian, um, and he was in a group of 14 riders, and he arrived, and this thing sounded bad, and he said, "It's got no oil pressure. The gauge is dead. The lights on. I've got no oil pressure at all." And I thought. Maybe it's the sender, but it sounds bad. So I unscrewed the the sending unit, started up, and there was there was clearly no oil pressure, and the oil was cold, mm. even though we'd ridden it. Whoa! And so obviously it wasn't circulating. Was, Jesus Christ, this is not good. And the engine sounded very very bad. Mm. Without getting into what I did, I stripped down the right hand side because on a Harley Big Twin, everything happens on the right hand side. That's where your oil pump lives, and the main bearing had fallen out. The actual main bearing had fallen out and the crank was being supported by the oil pump. And it just... (laughs) Oh, my God. And because it had been bouncing up and down, it had worn out the oil pump from the crank bouncing up and down because the oil pump was now the main bearing. The main bearing had fallen out the case. So um, I said, look, there's a proper repair and there's a hokey repair and you're on a road trip we need to get you back down the road i'm gonna have to do the hokey repair because the proper repair strip the bike down either get new crankcase halves or get the crankcase halves machined out get an oversized timken bearing in there boom 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 and he said i can't you know i've got to get back on the road i said well what i can do is the bearings okay is I can put a load of bearing goop over the bearing, drive Mm. it back in, 
put you a brand new SNS oil pump on it, get it shipped overnight from SNS, and get you back on the road. And he said, okay, let's do that. And so that's what we did. I drove the bearing in. I kind of staked it as best I could. Can you make some shims out of a Coke can? Well, it wasn't that loose. It was actually quite tight. Okay. Um, he'd ridden it. The bike had 60-odd thousand miles on it, of which he'd ridden it 30,000 on his road trip. Hmm. And I said, look, if it took 30,000 miles for this bearing to walk out of there, we're in good shape. On the other side of the coin, if it took... If you rode it with a bearing snug for 29,900 miles and the bearing walked itself out in the last 100 miles, it's going to fail again. I mean, this is the yeah. risk you take. And he said, yeah, I'll, I'll have to roll the dice. Um, True gambler. Yeah. Well, he, he had very little choice because he was due in San Diego in like two days. Hmm. So um, I bolted it back up. Um, best it, of luck. <laughs> best of luck sent him on his way, and it wasn't yeah. a cheap bill because let me tell you, those SNS oil pumps are not cheap. Yeah. Well, thank you for fixing um, that kid's uh, bike. So yeah, I'm kind of that's pretty it, cool. It, it's bits falling off Harley Week, you know. <laughs> I've you heard mean, uh, well, 52 weeks a year. Uh, I've heard those things. Are you sure it's not bits falling off Harley Century? I've heard those things vibrate quite a bit. A well, bit. you know, and that's that's the thing. I mean, it's a big. V-twin engine. Yeah, of course it's going to bloody shake. Um, but yeah, that main bearing's falling out. That's weird. Yeah. You know, the main bearing had just walked itself out. and it, But the shock absorber on the end of the crank, that is a very, very common problem. So if anybody's listening and you have got a Harley that sounds like the main, main bearings are bad... And Get a actually, Honda. And no, is actually <laughs> being diagnosed okay. and saying, you need main bearings, you might actually not. Pull the primary yeah. off and have a look. You might just have an oil pump as one of your bags. <laughs> well, that's yeah, the yeah, other, yeah, yeah. That's the other yeah, side. Yeah. The oil pump's on the right, the shock absorber's on the left. But, yeah, it's it. there's so many... You know, it's the same as all right. older bikes, but, you know, a Harley is a throwback to an early... Well, and I, did, I actually did something today. What did you done did? Well, I have a pocket full of dicks. <laughs> oh yeah, miniature ones. Bonsai. Yeah. You have bonsai dicks. I got, I got, I got dicked. <laughs> well, you deserve. Yeah, to Raymond be was watching this happen. Um, yeah, so they're I got these. They're in the dark too. They're tire tire cocks. <laughs> oh, I like the lime green one. That's a uh, Eddie Lawson replica. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got these tire cocks. And, uh, Nock, did you check the, did I show you these? Yeah, I saw that you installed one on Jeremy's You know, it's vehicle. one of those things that came up. <laughs> he didn't up, have a valve stem covered. <laughs> it's one of these things that came up on Facebook, like, months ago or something. <laughs> and you can get, like, a bag of dicks for 10 bucks. I'm like, sure, why not? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And they're valve stem caps, and they're about an inch and a half tall. And uh, so I thought, <laughs> you know what? Anyone who shows up missing a valve stem cap is getting one of these on their bike. Yep. <laughs> I was like, and they're ribbed. <laughs> <laughs> For her pleasure. So, yeah, Jeremy got one, and then Terry Terry got dick, too. So it's our new little mini dicks. I, but I, I think they're cool. Splendid. I was here for a while today. These and are 3D printed, by l- the way. Later, I decided yeah. I wanted to move Charger's new dog carrier to the back. It's a thing I'm working on. And I stood back to kind of look at the bike just to see how it was. And this 
the only clean piece of my entire motorcycle was this penis coming out of my tire. So, but the important thing, I mean, you brought up an important subject, Nock. So this is 3D printed, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So somebody has been to university, got a degree <laughs> in mechanical engineering, gone or, on, done a doctorate, done a PhD, mm-hmm. and for what do you do? Well, I 3D... Or you, you, you could have just downloaded it on Thingiverse and uh, yeah, printed it out. You don't yeah, need a cool. doctorate degree. Our our twenty uh, one year old kid does them. <laughs> well, there you go. He designs them. Every everybody's printing dicks these days. It's, it's so. Right. Well, I, I have no idea. It was such an epidemic. <laughs> so I've got I've got three dicks left. Mm-hmm. And you know um, the Werwer trip that's coming up. Oh yes. Three of my bikes are going to be borrowed by my friends to oh, ride wow. on the Werwer ride. Yeah, there all. you go. I think I'm just going to. You know what you do is dig uh, my own bikes. You put these things on there and you tell the people who's riding the bikes, hey, you might want to check your tire pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to dig my own bike. So you've got two white and one limited edition. No, and I, there's a Eddie Lawson green. Oh yeah. And there's a pink one. It's a good it? thing these aren't heavy because yeah. you might want to throw your you know your wheel balance off yeah or, or, or deform your valve stem at high speeds or something. so if you're interested in them uh they are called and it comes a little sticker these things are aerodynamic tire cox c-o-c-k-z tire cox uh yeah you're such so a have child. fun dick your friends you're such a child i know <laughs> yeah you can also get the butthole tire air filler okay. that goes on top. all right that's enough all right wow. so we have some uh, new faces here in the room, we've got some new ones, some crazy Canucks, as we said. So, what brought you all down here? Oh, yeah, you're eventually gonna have to talk into the mic, Angela, <laughs> because he's looking at you like you dragged me here. That's I'm, I was willing to drive by, actually, I'm and not stop. <laughs> you know, come on, speak up, Angela. Come into on. it. I'm the one who actually wanted to come up. Oh, there you go. <laughs> no, I... Oh, whatever. She told us about it, and she wanted to drive by. I'm like, no, let's stop in. I like to drive by things. I'm a drive buyer. <laughs> Same here. Depends how much anxiety I'm experiencing it's that like, day. I'm like, like, yeah. We drove by the Win- the Winchester house, took pictures as we drove this by. This is just drove by the Winchester like, Mr. Mansion. Okay. Uh, Saves save a lot of money doing it that way, too. Yeah. Well, yes, we're, yes. We're, we're cheap and lazy. Yeah. That's kind of what it is. We'll make great friends. So, yeah, you guys uh, mustered up the courage to come here and hang out with us. How did you find out about us? Um, Because I'm cheap and lazy, I like (laughs) to look up bike parts, different things and stuff like that. And this garage came up, but unfortunately it's uh, about 20 hours away from where we live. Hmm. Uh So we happen to be coming through a couple uh yesterday and i was like oh yeah i think there's something here and then i heard i've heard about your podcast and stuff but i heard about the the recycle part first oh really there was a recycle garage in chilliwack for a little bit that's probably why i was like oh look it's not here (laughs) yeah no um uh, there was somebody up in, in Chilliwack who wanted to do the same thing we're doing. I said, it's really easy. Just open up your garage and put out some chairs. And some people did start coming. And, and they were building something, but then his um, his situation changed and mm. he couldn't continue doing it. Oh, but bummer. I love that somebody did try. I'm always hoping people will do the same thing. Open up their, their space to people. So you came down, hang out. And what brings you down into uh, Santa Cruz? 
Uh, well, we're on our three-week vacation. Nice. Because uh, it's our 25th anniversary. <laughs> no big deal. Oh, no big deal. <laughs> yeah, you know. Congratulations. Things. Yeah. In spite of each other. I blame her. <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we, he likes to do roller coasters and stuff, so we've been hitting a lot of the amusement parks and things. So. Oh, nice. Did you, so you did the boardwalk? Did you do the big, is uh, well, the giant was, dipper? Well, that was our plan for today, but then we stopped here and didn't make it. Oh. <laughs> it closes in two minutes. Oh, no. no. Yeah, this is better than doing a coaster that we've done four theme parks already. So The Giant hmm. Dipper here is, it would be, it is kind of scary. You have to do the whole no hands thing. It's rickety. <laughs> it's he doesn't. He's a, he's a girl. Yeah. It's a rickety I'm one. Sorry. I'm not a girl. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. right. He doesn't look like I ro- a girl. I roar. <laughs> no, and I think I think I told this recently. I went on it with Haley when she was here. Oh yeah. And they, you know, this is bad planning when you have one bar to go across two laps, and my <laughs> lap is twice the height of her lap. So I was wedged in quite good. And she's flying around. She wasn't, and I'm like, okay, no hands. And we get to that first like hill, and she started to fly up out of the car. Oh jeez. There was nothing to hold her in. She literally had to hold on for dear life oh my god knock talk to your people it seems like a bad design hey man (laughs) it's the the instructions are there the safety briefings are there you got to pay attention has anyone ever (laughs) fallen out uh far as i know officially no (laughs) (laughs) we get a lot of hats and cell phones that come flying out of the corners though loose change there you go Uh (laughs) so you guys are just uh tooling around are you doing more than california uh, we started in Idaho and oh. then went to Utah. Yeah. Uh, we were going to do the big hole, but decided not to. Okay. Wait, what's yeah. the big hole? Grand Canyon? No, no, you did. Oh, okay. You came here. Yeah. It's a, a, Emma's history hole. Liza's so. big hole. <laughs> we're not big planners, so we just kind of do it. That's all right. Cool. So I want to get into what you guys ride, because from what I hear, there's quite a little list. We have a couple. Well, we all have right. stuff. We only ride the ones that work. So what are your main bikes that you ride? Uh, we each have a Vulcan S650s. Those nice. are great bikes. So. Those are really, wow. really good bikes. It's such a good platform. Well, and I'm 6'2", 6'3", and getting close to 300 pounds. Mm-hmm. I swallow the bike, but it still hauls my ass around. Right. Wow. And it's, it's comfortable, and it yep. makes good power. Well, because we don't have a place like this where we live... I was tired of our bikes just sitting there, so I was like, I need a new bike that I know is going to make it out of town. Because we don't usually go anywhere because our bikes are not the most reliable things in the world. (laughs) So you mean the other bikes? Yes. So tell us about the other bikes. What else you got? Um, We have a... Uh, Ninja 250 that my daughter rode off a couple years ago. Nice. nice. She's fine. The bike is not. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, wrote off. I see. Yeah. yeah oh, got it. I thought you meant rode, like rode off to college. No, no, she was going around a corner and bit it. But yeah. She's fine. Well, as long as she's fine, that's the main thing. Is now, it, it is, was it, on my birthday. is it is it kind of <laughs> savable? Do you think it can become a street I, I fighter or is it done? It's mechanically pooched. She said it started up. A lot of fluids were coming out everywhere. (laughs) Oh, it's the end. Every fluid's coming out of it. Every control's been ripped off of it. Um, Oh, so it was a good crash, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. She took out both sides. I don't know how she did it. She's not spooked or anything, because then she just hopped on some old dude on a Harley and and then came to the restaurant. (laughs) Oh, just, my God. Well, it didn't hop on the old dude. It hopped on the hard <laughs> one. Well, no, I, I kind of figured that. 
So there was a DEFCON 3, DEFCON 4? Yeah, yeah. No, I think yeah, that's, that's like a DEFCON 2. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a 2. Yeah, the bike yeah. is totaled. So um, what else you got in the garage? Uh, we have... I think we, we have, have two other ninjas. Yeah. Oh yeah, we have two other ninjas. My first two seven fifties. Yeah, two seven fifties. Mm. Okay, uh, that's a good one. I think we each had a Vulcan, uh, not a Vulcan, uh, a Virago. A Virago. And we have two parts I, Viragos. Yeah, two parts Viragos because I rode the one Virago I think twice and then it died and I was like, nope. <laughs> so is your garage where bikes go to die? Uh, yeah, I think so. Other that's, things okay. die in there too. That's the backyard, so, not the wait. garage. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Are you going to do anything with all these bikes? I would just like collect to. Them? I want to. I want to learn how to. I can. I can do the basics, change my oil, and do maintenance and stuff. But I want to know how to take it apart. So because we have winter where mm-hmm. we live, I would like to. Uh, <laughs> what is that? What is that winter thing? What is that winter <laughs> thing you speak of? You That's have where the, Santa Claus lives. The perfect <laughs> bikes to learn. There on. ain't no so. sanity. You've Claus. got you've got multiple bikes, and the thing that's great is when you have multiples, you have another one to go to to see how did that go together, right? Or to steal parts from. Um, bikes of those generation are simple. Yep. There's these are the perfect bikes. Uh, also, there's parts aplenty. <laughs> that that Ninja 250 they made for 20 years from 1990 or 1988 to 2008. I think it was exactly right. the same. So just find somebody who totaled the bike, but the engine and parts are still good, and it's then just throw it together. Classic Kawasaki. All the manufacturers do it, but Kawasaki is just shameless over it. They'll, totally they'll take, shameless. They'll take a good platform, and it's a great little bike, no matter what people say about them. A lot of people got their start on Ninja 250s. Another one's the Con E1000. Things were unchanged forever. They just changed the size of the front wheel. That was it. Otherwise, it's the same bike. Yeah. My uh, my Ninja 650 is ostensibly the same engine it is now, right? Uh, except like they added a slipper clutch in 2017 right. or something. And then KLR, basically the same thing. KLR 650s unchanged yeah. since dinosaurs walked the earth. <laughs> <laughs> so so and you've got um, the Viragas. Uh, you have the 900, right? Uh, uh, I think we have one 900, yeah. one 750, and two 1100s. Okay. So I think the 750s are my least favorite. I think they're an ugly frame. The Z750s? They are an ugly frame. They are an ugly, they're they're an ugly bike. bike. But they got the but, monoshock in the back. Yeah, they're right. fun. But, but here's like. the thing, and a lot of people aren't keyed into this. Remember we were talking the other day about bikes that go ahead and just cut them up. You're not going to make it any worse. Hmm. Right. Viragos are Perfect. They're one of the best for that because they've got a great engine. Well, you know, especially that nine hundred. Yep. That, that great engine. That Hagerman fellow, he made got a whole movement mm-hmm. of doing Cafe Racer Viragos. Yep, exactly. And my only criticism with that, he kind of got into a formula mm-hmm. that it has got to have a Benelli Mojave fuel tank on it and it's got to have this and it's got to have that. They look kind of like uh, he's making things that look like Vincent's right. out of Iran. Well, yeah, he did that yeah. thing from Billy, Billy Joel. Joel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, it's a great platform. And once you get a handle on what's going on, I guarantee every Virago on the road has either got carburation or... Um, electrical problems once you figure out how to sort them out they're basically the very simple bikes they've just got shitty carburation and shitty electrics on them and everything's curable well that's what was wrong with her bike originally it was actually dumping pure fuel out the exhaust system 
<laughs> well then, classic. Well, that's when you need Virago. to install an igniter there. Yeah, <laughs> well, classic Virago. But we uh, pulled the carbs off of it and tried to get them rebuilt, and they were almost impossible to find a kit for them. But we mm. found a uh, Harley slide, forty-two mil, I think, slide that we put on it. Oh, cool! Nice. Yeah, you know, that, that's a nice upgrade. So, what's stopping you, um, John? You're uh, you you're like fab- you do fabrication. Yep. So I'm thinking you know how to swing a wrench, yeah. Uh, I can. Yeah. So and Angela, what's your excuse for not getting in there and tearing shit apart? Uh, lazy. <laughs> oh, okay. That's a legit excuse. <laughs> just like, I know that feeling. Know. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, those, yeah, Viragos are perfect bikes. Do you have any interest in, like, um, building a, you know, something up, uh, customizing? Oh, yeah. Mod- oh, yeah, that's why we haven't got rid of them. Ah, yeah. Yeah, I really think that those are bikes that people haven't really caught on as to those are great foundations to start, especially because of the monoshock. Yep. And the drive shaft. Right. A lot of really cool examples on uh, Google Image Search if you need some inspiration, too. Oh, we've so. already done that. Oh, yeah. There you <laughs> go. Well, there you go. We're, there, we're here. We're so, Google wait experts. a minute. So, what? All right. So, you've got all the bikes that you need, and you've got long, cold winters. Um, yeah, you don't ever show up. Heat, <laughs> you got heat in the backyard? You said, I thought you said you didn't keep the bikes in the garage. They're just hanging out in the backyard. No, actually, the good bikes live in the living room for winter. Oh, okay. So. I know that makes sense. That <laughs> noise. Priorities. We actually have two bike lifts in the living room. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we got rid Hold of on. our couch. Nice. <laughs> oh, I just. And everything else. I'm just glad that there's a marriage that survives that because that is priorities right there. Oh, absolutely. Usually you just hear like single men living that way when there's a couple that like, yeah, this is this is normal. I love it. Nice. That's awesome. That, that is good. That is good. Priorities. So, and do you have any plans for like uh, future bikes or trips or anything like that? Oh, maybe. <laughs> They're doing the well, stair. I would, I, I would like to ride more. I ride a lot by myself. She does ride a lot more than I do. Actually, you're so. going to be doing a ride in like a week, aren't you? Yeah, that's what it's, that's what I hear. <laughs> what, so what are you doing? Come on, fess up. Spit it out. I'm doing the Women's Rider World Relay. Yeah. Or part of it. Close enough. Women okay. Riders World Relay. We're working. Oh, yeah. So you're doing the relay. I. You're going to touch the baton that I'm going to touch. Actually, technically, I've already touched touch it, but tip. it's okay. Actually, just no. The just, this the is, just the tip. Just the tip. Actually, this is the replacement baton. Yeah. So this yep. is the new one. Um, that is exciting. So you're going to be riding up in Vancouver through through BC? I'm going from Vancouver to Revelstoke. So the first yeah. two legs. That's great. Um, everyone so far has been having a great time. So... Yeah, we've been doing the Wormware update. It's now in New Zealand, and it's going to be flying over to Canada. Colette's going to be carrying it on the plane, and then uh, starting up there, and you guys are going to bring it over to me. I'm going to meet it up top of Maine. So I'm so glad that you guys, and not just you, but you're both going to be participating. Because I'm bringing my companion. And from what I hear, John is going to be festooned with uh, some root beer and fudge. Sure. <laughs> he likes his fudge. I like my fudge. We've got fudge from every theme park we've been to on this trip. Oh, nice. Well, there you go. No, I found out that you, when you registered, that you weren't made to feel extremely appreciated and welcome bringing a, your male companion. 
And so I made a phone call because that is not the where we're way. We appreciate. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> no, we do. We oh, there's a Canadian. Ah, <laughs> oh, geez, again. No, we, we appreciate all the men participating. So thank you for participating in the relay and showing your support. And uh, let's make sure you get that fudge and root beer. Okay. Because not all, I mean, not all the women agree. And there are a lot of women who think that men should have nothing to do with it. And their attitude is, we don't need the men. We can do it. It's like, that's not what this is about. It's not that we need them. It's that we appreciate them. Yeah, I think it's a support thing. Like, do you not support your your brother, your dad, your other male people? And why can't they support you? Well, the reality is, um, and there were a lot of women who wanted to participate, but they have to ride a long distance to get to the route. And they've only ever ridden with their husband and prefer to ride with their husband. So to be told that he would not be able to come, there are a lot of women like, well, then I'm not really going to do it because I only travel with my husband and these are women who are, are capable riders on capable bikes they just prefer to tour with their husband that it, is their riding I mean, it partner could be, it could be just that's a, it. a safe, it's their, it's their issue, riding partner you know? exactly somebody yeah. they're comfortable riding with so you know again that's showing that the men are supportive that they're willing to escort them to participate in this we appreciate it yeah because i have to i have to ride like four and a half five hours to get to vancouver so that is part of why well you know someone to be there that's semi-mechanical because mm-hmm. i can change my oil but if something falls off <laughs> mm-hmm. i sure fig- i would figure it out though i would figure it out are you are you mechanically capable i can get there yeah okay mm-hmm. or right. i work with all dudes and i have to i have to do my own thing because i'm not asking them for help unless i have to Right. So. Don't, don't be ashamed. I ask men to open jars for me all the yeah. time. That's what they're good for. You well, know? I ask them to lift things. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> they're it's good like, lifters. God put them here yep. for something. <laughs> Opening <laughs> jars, that's it for me. <laughs> I, got, I got this couch I need to move. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, you're heading back up, so you'll do that ride, and hopefully I'll see your report <coughs> come through. Yeah. We'll take pictures of the fudge and root beer. <laughs> Yum. Exactly. Well, thank you guys for doing that. So, Johnny, I have a question for you, darling. Okay. Which is the king of fudge flavors, would you say? You know, just plain fudge? Or are you, are you a <laughs> mint, mint fudge fan, vanilla fudge? How do you like your fudge packed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for it. In a box. Waiting for it. <laughs> no, but Very it's gently. gently. It's, a, it's a serious question, because fudge does lend itself quite well to different flavors. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, Charger's back. Charger, Charger there's a gap that was like one inch wide, and she just <laughs> forced herself. Um, <laughs> yeah, Terry, your dog's back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Charger. <laughs> yeah, let me break up the phone. This is a picture moment. We'll see if we can share it. <laughs> Recycle Garage Facebook page or something so you guys can see. Yeah, she's like, I, I'm going to jump up there like I belong there. <laughs> yep. It's she mine. Is You're mine now. In there. She, she didn't even ask. She you just like, this is where I'm going. No, she yeah. just takes, takes, takes. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, for, for somebody who's never really been a fan before, is, is do you have a recommendation that people should try a certain flavor just to really get the... Or just try nothing. Ooh, try it all. I know what the f- best. <laughs> I like the sound I know of that. that. I know what the best fudge is. It, which is what, darling? Free. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Other, Everybody knows free stuff tastes better. Other people's fudge. Other people's fudge. <laughs> I have a question for you. Oh, two. do you really? For, for these two, yeah. This on the reminds couch. me of a limerick, which now, I will not repeat. You both listen to the podcast. 
Uh, I do. He, he he's not a podcast person. So he may be offended by this question, but let's go for it. Why go not? For it. <laughs> let's go for it. I want to know, considering everything that's in your garage and that you both have the same bike right now, I'm curious to know um, what your up-the-butt bikes are. So, John, do you know what an up-the-butt bike is? No. It's a bike that you look at and you go, I'd take it up the butt for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too homophobic. Oh, oh. Boo. It's okay. in Santa Cruz. That's okay. There's got to be. Everybody's got a price. No, there's actually one bike that I found years ago, and I can't even remember what it is. Yeah. It was a 600cc single cylinder Suzuki that was about as wide as I was and complete everything. Volusia? I don't know what it was. It was mm. a tiny little thing, and it had balls to the wall. That thing went like a rape tape. That's a Volusia, isn't it? A little single cylinder? 600, single? Yeah, that's a Suzuki? Savage, darling. It's a that's, Savage. Oh, that's a Savage. Cruiser. No, yeah. no, no. It was a crotch rocket. Oh, wait a minute. I know exactly what it was. Um, yeah, it's a it's Japanese home market thing. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh. Yamaha did one as well. It was, the, it was the equivalent of the SRX 600 Yamaha. Oh, that's yeah, a good little, looking bike. Yeah, a little cross, crotch rockety thing. Oh, yes. okay. Yeah. Oh, good. All right, Angela, what's your up the butt bike? Mm, I don't know. I kind of like the one I have. <laughs> That's a great really? answer. She well, spent a lot of time researching. Yeah. I mean, a lot so of time researching. We used to ride um, sport bikes, and we always had, because we're getting old, uh, getting back up from the, <laughs> from the tuck. Mm. And then I like this one because it's kind of a hybrid. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sport bikey, but I can put both feet on the ground because usually I'm tippy toes on one side. And yeah, it's a muscle it kind of maneuvers. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not like a big bike person, so I don't understand people when they're like, I upgraded to a 12 or whatever. Emma, can you pick one for her? I wasn't satisfied with her answer. Let's, <laughs> go ahead and pick one for her. Hmm. Honda NR750. There you go. Ooh. I could see her on a magenta NR750 to match. Is there one behind? Mm. There may be one behind Knock. Uh, where's it? It's there's one up there. I think it's yeah. uh, the NR. I believe yeah. it's up there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're definitely a Honda NR750, darling. And it's 30 moving. years old. What could go possibly wrong? I like pistons old. are oval. All right, there oh, you really? go. We have given you one. Yep. Wow. Well, she's cool. already googling it. So. <laughs> there <Yeah>. you go. <laughs> so. Um, we still haven't gotten, though, to the other there mystery... There it is, on the corner. Next to the Ooh, a mystery guest. Oh, up there. Yep. Upper left. The red one? Red one. Yes. There you go. Mm. So, we got the mystery accent. So, Raymond. <laughs> yes, dear. Let's ask you some questions. People can... Oh, wait. Knock. You don't know where his accent's from, do you? I know where he's from. Oh, you do. I, I, I was here earlier about okay. it. Yeah, but we can still play the game. Yes, play we the played game. the game. Aren't you? Aren't you uh, one of those two? What? Aren't you? Aren't you yeah. a Libyan? <laughs> oh, for <laughs> God's sake! Oh, Knock. For God's sake! That was very racist. Are you going? <laughs> are you going to start going Lebanese. on? Are you going to start going on about a Greek island in a minute as well? <laughs> oh my God! Okay. <laughs> so Raymond, how did you uh, find yourself here at the garage? All the ladies are oh, at the garage. Each other. Um, well, I met you about mm-hmm. what eight months ago when Jocelyn yeah, talked. Jocelyn yeah. was speaking, and, and uh, we yeah. 
sat remember. next to each other mm-hmm. and, and you told me about it and, and I sort of thought it was a good idea but then I sort of got busy and stuff like that and then that. you blew and, us off uh-huh. no definitely <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and then then I was I've been traveling a lot so I listen to podcasts when I travel and I downloaded a bunch of the, the podcasts so I started listening to them mm-hmm. and I was like well those are freaking interesting people <laughs> so, <laughs> the check I is learned, in the mail you know <laughs> so you. I learned quite a bit also because I'm, I'm not that mechanical I'd, I'd like to learn and uh, so I've been trying to come every Sunday and every Sunday something came up until this time I just came back from Colorado yesterday and I said that's it this Sunday I'm going especially that I had the fried clutch and I needed some advice about it ah. right. yeah. so, so I showed up here and you know and right. guess guess what's happening on Tuesday the KTM with a fried clutch is going to be arriving yes. at Seaside Superbikes. Ah, I got an appointment. And so it's going to be on my bench. Tell us, about, tell us about your problem. Oh, th- this one. I mean, I've got many problems. <laughs> well, so this is, uh, this is a 690 KTM Enduro. And, um, you know, like the moron that I am, I listened to somebody's advice who said, well, you know, but this bike, you have to put a recluse clutch in it. Mm. And so I bought it and I had the dealer buy all these Farkles and install them themselves. So I had no idea what they did, you know, how they did it. For people who don't know... Can yeah. you explain what a recluse clutch is? Well, the, oh God, no. Uh, well, I can try. <laughs> Please, Emma, you correct me if I'm if I'm wrong. Uh, well, a recluse. No, clutch, you're doing great so far, darling. Okay. <laughs> it's it's supposed to be sort of a, like a DCT or an automatic transmission. Mm-hmm. It, it allows you not to use the clutch, mm-hmm. and presumably it helps you off road. You know, when you're in sort of tight situations and you don't want to have to focus about the clutch, you just focus on the throttle and you get yourself out of messes. They're supposed to be indestructible. So that was more, you know, for me, was the more important aspect of it, not so much the automatic part. Because I figured, you know, I I go off-roading, I don't want to have to worry about the clutch frying. Uh, Turns out that they're very finicky clutches. Mm -hmm. So I called Recluse after my my thing happened, and they were like, well, you can't can't ride them at low RPM on the street. Uh, You know, when you're (laughs) off-road, when you're (laughs) off-road, you have to ride them in first gear, you know, on hills. Make sure you don't go into second gear. And there's some sort of adjustment. You have to adjust the free play. And they're like, you have to adjust the free play before every ride. Wow. I'm like, well, first of all, nobody told me that shit. Yeah. You know, plus, if I'd known, I would never have bought it because the reason I bought it is because I didn't have to worry about it. So yeah. So, so what is the purpose here? Is this for competition? It's effectively turns it into a twist and go, but it allows you right. to still sort of row through the gears if you need it. But mm-hmm. like it's awesome on uh, tight woods type stuff. Mm, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, a lot of these are usually installed on on lighter um, kind of powerful. I, I was gonna say. I mean, putting it on the six ninety. And especially with your physique, because you are a larger gentleman. You, Thank you. You are pretty. No, it's a compliment, darling. It's a compliment. He's extremely You're, handsome. The world, the, it's regal. Yeah, regal is the time. Yes, regal. Um, but yeah, you're you're pretty much at the limits of what you you want to put a recluse on. Yeah. Um, on like Jim's KLX two fifty is a perfect candidate for it. Mm-hmm. Lightweight. Um, just you know it's a good bike for it but 690 you've got a lot of torque there that that bike's capable of Um, well you know I mean had I known or had somebody told me something about it I I should have I should have met you guys before right I think a well set up and well adjusted stock clutch 
is the way to go on that bike and I'm yeah. going to look after you there. Well, what, well funny enough, I, I took it to a dealer in Gunnison, Colorado, and, and there's a tech there who obviously had some experience and he's like, I've never changed a stock KTM clutch. I keep changing recluses. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we're going back to stock. <laughs> right. I want to get in and sell in recluse clutches. Sounds like a good business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you can keep people coming back. I right. know. <laughs> you know, I've got this vision of you becoming a recluse. In your later years, Liza. I think not, if not a we, black widow? If, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if we had a time machine and we could go like 25 years into the future, I think would find a very reclusive Liza. I, I, think, think, like, I don't think you have to go that far into the Yeah, really. You <laughs> close so. next year. <laughs> 2020, you heard it here first. <laughs> Liza would have a cyborg knees at that point. <laughs> just, it's just like a, a tank treads <laughs> instead of the legs. She'd be living in the cave under Westcliff Drive. Yeah. Yes, right. <laughs> natural bridges. So what other bikes do you have in the garage? Well, I have a... Um, an R1200 GS Adventure. That's which a, is farkled out. Which is, yeah, it's yeah. a farkled You have everything that Jocelyn Snow Absolutely. told you to put on there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, at least for this one, I yeah. bought it and I installed most of it myself, so that was that. Cool. Um, I have a Ducati Diavo. Yeah. Oh, I think nice. it's cool, man. And it's the devil. I, how, how is that? Oh, it's a great bike, but it was the, the first year, 2011, mm-hmm. and mm. I think their mapping was kind of funky because it really doesn't like to be driven at low RPMs. Mm. It's really snatchy at low RPM. You mm. really, it really needs to wants to be driven fast. So. Oh wait, Angela, that could be your up. That could be oh, absolutely the oh. Diablo yeah. made me do it. Do you know it. what we're talking about? No, I'm oh, boring. I can't. Ducati, Diablo. Oh, yeah. Have what? you seen them? I think so. Yeah, I was thinking oh, about yeah. getting a if Ducati you, at one point. If you'd like a power cruiser. That's yeah. kind of it. That's kind of horsepower. Yeah, that's kind of the ultimate. I mean, the V Max was the V Rod was. This kind of took yeah. took it from both of them. The right, the throne. And, and you yeah. know what? No, they're not very popular, so you can get them really cheap. Oh, they're ugly as hell. <laughs> no, I'm well, no, they're I mean, they're not that bad. it's in the eye of the beholder. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I I remember I used to work on of all things an AMG mm-hmm. limited edition, the Mercedes Benz people. Mm-hmm. They did a limited edition Diavel. Really, very oh, yeah. Yeah. very handsome. Wow, it's like carbon fiber and white. Yeah. And it had an AMG exclusive exhaust system, AMG exclusive wheels. I mean, it was quite a thing. Mm. Um, fast as hell. I mean, oh my god! In a straight line, yeah. Straight line. Yeah. It's like being fired out of a gun. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure about its practicality as a daily rider. I think having one in the garage with other bikes. It's a perfect machine. Yeah, I agree. But if you were to live with it on a day-to-day basis, yeah. you'd, you'd get upset with it pretty well, quickly. I, I think the newer ones have a much improved engine map, right. and so they're much smoother. But, you know, n- yeah. buying the first model year of anything no, is a mugs game. No, I know. It really is. You should never buy the model your first model year of anything. And second model year, now, yeah. you're, now you're cooking. And then by third or fourth, now they're cost-engineering it back down. So usually the Zenith is like year two year two yeah. so that's when like they got it. the bugs out from year one and then the engineers aren't thinking of how can we build this cheaper yeah so year two is a good good way to get in so you've got the the gs, the 12, GS. 1200 right yeah. you've got the the ktm 690 adventure yeah. 
Yep. And it's you've not, got Enduro R, not no Enduro. Enduro, uh, Dur- yeah. all right. And then you've got the 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 Diaval. Yeah. So what's next? Next is because I'm, uh, I'm I've got an idea of what's next. Yeah. Next is a Euro sidecar gear up. <sighs> yeah. Uh, yes. The, the two wheel drive one. Nice. See, and what I like about his collection, he's like, different things for different things. Yeah, this is what exactly. I like. I think I, a nice Spectrum, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spectrums are good. Now, there is nothing subtle about your Ural, is there? It's no. Oh, thick absolutely. metal. Yeah. The spokes are like your pinky finger. <laughs> I mean, it's... You, they're, they're robust bikes. They, well, now, I think they have a reputation of being unreliable, but I, I think that they've worked on them, and now they're pretty good, I think. So, I'm curious what you have your eyes on what's going to be the next bike in your collection uh well i it's going to be a 1250 gsa oh, okay. you know yeah you that's mean, a good one to have you, yeah you're not going to get tempted with multistrada no i i think the multistrada enduro is ugly yeah, i mean you, even uglier s- than the gsa if that's possible but, <laughs> you're yeah. a smart guy yeah. i think yeah the uh the bmw is really you know, if if you like that kind of bike, the yeah. BMW is very very. You hard know what to I could see him on though. What's the um, stretch Busa? No 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 yeah, no! Stretch. I can see he's total. If ever there ALR. was stretch Busa with the material. rainbow lights, yes. And we'll, the, we'll talk to Mike. We'll talk to Mike. He'll help you out. Yeah. What's yeah. the um, the modern retro Kawasaki 900 they have out right now? Oh, oh the Z900. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, that's a nice bike. Yeah, that's yeah. A cool I can see you on that. Bike. That would be a good. Yeah. Now you're talking about the the Lawson replica one with the bikini fairing, oh, or, that the, or the brown cool and orange one. Yeah, they're both pretty cool. Both, both, both. I could see that because yeah you have a good taste and you want a little bit of everything i can see you on a modern classic just well, street bike well i mean actually now that i've spent the day here i'm thinking i'm getting in an older bike and oh. just starting working on it stretch booster yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i'll help you fix the rainbow lights okay yeah <laughs> so i wanted to bring up another topic um so another old friend of ours eason came by today yes oh no he, shit what's he up to these yeah, days yeah he was a right oh you should have seen he Winning came Teslas. here in the tesla that he won in a, con- a hacking contest what Te- the guy won a tesla the guys lived a charmed life. It's covered you in stickers. Uh-huh. It was, it was kind the, of a hokey-looking Tesla. Yeah. And, the, and the, the, everybody the, beat it up. The frunk hood is duct-taped on. Awesome. What? And the windshield got cracked by a dude in a furry outfit who <laughs> didn't know why everyone was beating the shit out of that car. thought he would just hop on the hood, oh, and he Jesus. fell on the windshield and cracked it. Oh, my God. Fabulous. And somebody had keyed something. Oh, people side. had, like, carved their initials in it. It, wow. was, it was All a right. car that was donated, and then it was uh, moved its way along. So he hacked wow. it. And so it was exactly? a hacking contest, and he ah, won it. Okay. And so now he wants to do crazy so things. The, I, the I, reason I, they beat it up is because they want you to fix everything new and hack it yourself. Mm. So they don't want it to look stock, although <laughs> you want the outside to look somewhat yeah. stock, unfortunately. <laughs> you need a windshield. Exactly. But he came, and he said, you know, I'm, I, I bought my GS1200 uh, because I wanted to do an adventure, mm-hmm. and I never ended up doing one. And he, I said, he feels like that asshole with the GS. He never goes anywhere. <laughs> and he was interested in buying a, an electric bike. Mm. Uh, but he only wanted to spend maybe like 10 grand, whatever he can get for his GS, mm-hmm. and um, buy a used one. And I said, hold on. Mm. You don't want to buy a used electric unless uh, around, you have... Around this time at 2.20, my phone rings at my house. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Terry, get down here. So um, what I wanted to do because uh, 
I thought it'd be fun to do a dueling porn pick of electric motorcycles and we'll um emma not uh, emma bagel and i have all found some bikes and we're gonna pitch our bike and see which one of us found the best deal based upon terry's opinion mm. I'll, ju- I'll judge for you guys so right. i'm gonna go first how okay. about that terry i have here a 2014 is this local sorry is this local or uh, we it? went to different cities i went to ah, portland okay so I like have East here, coastal cities mostly, right? Or is it just like... <laughs> oh, actually, you know what? I take it back. This one is in Vancouver. Oh, wait. There's a Vancouver... Washington. 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 Okay, how about this? You read the description. Let me try to guess the price. Then you tell me what the price is, and okay. you'll determine whether it's a good deal or not. 2014 Zero SR 11.4. And it has... Let's see. I'm trying to see if it shows mileage, because now they're just giving all the specs. They do not say mileage, but it just looks like a clean 2014 Zero SR. Mm-hmm. Uh, 7800 So their price is <laughs> 6999 That's a good deal. That's a good deal. Oh, all right. I right. found a good deal. All right, Bagel, what did you find? Well, I found also a 2014 uh, Zero S motorcycle in Austin, Texas. Mm. Uh, and this it says in the description says it says it's a zero S ZF eleven point four all electric black motorcycle less than six thousand miles. Ooh, so he's going to want more because it's got less mileage. But let me tell you, that doesn't really matter with an electric motorcycle because there's right. really nothing to wear out. I'm going to say uh, sixty five hundred, seventy five hundred. So that's not a good deal. Ooh. All right. I'm in the lead. All right, Emma. So I clearly have the winner here. (laughs) Clearly. Hmm. I have a 2011 Zero XU. What? A Zero what? XU. XU? So it's an urban crosser. Oh, 2011 XU. Okay. I'm going to read the description. I already know you lost. Yeah. No, just <laughs> you just wait. You just wait. 2011 Zero XU electric motorcycle cafe style with 406 miles. Cafe this thing has got style. number discs with the number 10 on it. It's a very handsome bike. <laughs> By the way, this is Detroit, Michigan Craigslist. Mm. Upgraded LED turn signals and brake light. No expense spared. <laughs> this bike is like new condition. 406 miles. Remember, rides great. No issues at all. Battery holds strong charge. Clean title. Uh, so is it's, the battery new? It's very rare. Hey, knock. Start looking real quick, and I'll get to you in a second. I'll oh, show you I don't concept. know what. What are we doing? What am I doing? Oh, don't worry about it. Don't okay, okay. Um, so if it runs, that's good. Most 2011s do not run. Most 2010s <laughs> and 2011s, unfortunately, if it was unplugged, left unplugged from the wall for more than a month, if somebody had run it low and they forgot to plug it in, the BMS at that time used still milliamps but nothing compared to today where we're like a fraction of that and it didn't have what's called hibernation mode the bikes today hey, terry can you speak english no no i'm, I'm okay. following him <laughs> so the bms is called the battery management system Thank and you. it stays on at all times to monitor the health of the battery um and it uses power to do so from the battery itself. <clears throat> the new bikes today, it'll pop on every three days, run for like 30 seconds, check the health, and then go back to sleep where it uses almost nothing. Um, the bikes back in 2011, unfortunately, you could actually fully charge a zero. And if you left it unplugged for an entire year, it would just drain it. And then once a lithium battery is dead, yeah. unlike a lead acid battery, a lithium battery, is its life is now over. You cannot charge it anymore. You can't wow. bring it back to health or desulfate it like you can a lead-acid battery. So, But this person has obviously left it plugged in, 
uh, the entire time. And um, it's an XU. That's the hey, important thing. What's yeah. up, Holmes? So, so I'm going to guess. I'm going to get most 2011s that somebody will leave the description for. It's a great bike. Uh, only 200 miles. However, battery's dead. I think a price on that is somewhere around $500 or less. Right. However, if it's running, it runs great. Any any running transportation is good and has some value. However, if anything were to go wrong on that bike, Zero does not support 2010 or 2011 bikes anymore. So if an electronic component goes wrong, you're on your own. You're fucked. So for that for that reason, that reason alone, I'm going to say $1,200. <gasps> oh! I know he's probably listing at $25. But yes, he is actually. <laughs> okay. okay, but it's not it's not worth it's not worth $25. It's not worth the, not yeah. a 2011. But it's an XU. It's a, it's a <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. If you bought that, that if you bought exhumation? that running XU now. And you kept it in good condition, didn't ride it, and just left it plugged in. In 25 years, you could sell a bike for ten thousand. But actually, his <laughs> investment is what you're saying. Yeah, because it, it's one of the first real electric motorcycles ever, and that yeah. will have some value someday. Here's yeah. an important thing, though, and it's worth considering to tinkerers. Could you upgrade this with more modern components in a cost-effective way? If you know what you're doing, yes. You can go on sites like Endless so. Fear. Lots of people will buy old Nissan Leaf batteries, which are a 2S2P configuration. They'll stack nine of them together. Um, you could eventually replace the motor controller on that mm -hmm. bike, which I think is an Alltrax controller with something else. So, just a brand. Um, but but you need to know what you're doing. So so basically, for an electrical engineer who knows the way around motorbikes, is it, it, potentially it could be a good buy at like thousand bucks or something. Th yeah, I'd even say twelve hundred, so fifteen hundred. This yeah. is definitely an enthusiast wackadoo kind of like All right. project. Yes, yes yeah. if you want to, if you want want a cheap electric motorcycle to ride as reliable transportation do not get that bike because the first <laughs> time something goes wrong yeah it's a mess in but, fact i tell go ahead go ahead or who was saying something no, no. but i was going to say but the fact that i chose the first electric motorbike and it's a collector's yeah. item i'm the winner no <laughs> yes no it's yes. overpriced yes like, and this uh, is substitute your it's reality a bargain. With my it's reality. overpriced no it's a bargain no and this is the common thing i see and this is why i tell everyone if you're going to buy a used zero make sure you talk to somebody that you can trust who knows them well but it's next you because people think that it holds their value much more than it does yeah. they decrease in value they're they're obsolete in like five years. Well, so that's true for the early bikes. They were because yeah. they were really one-off bikes. 2009, 2010, 2011, 2012 were all different years from each other. However, Zero starting in 2013 built a platform that they actually are still using today. So if you have a 2013 Zero or later and anything goes wrong, there's brand new components you can purchase that have actually even gotten better over time, but the plugs are the same, everything's interchangeable. So, Liza, I agree with you. However, a 2013, like you, you guys both chose 2014 bikes that originally sold for like 12,000, and they're down in the 7,000 range. So we're talking five years down the line, and they've dropped 40% of their value. That's Which is better than most vehicles. <laughs> That's not too bad. Yeah, but the 2014 and above is still good. Everything. I always be good tell everybody, it. 2016 or newer, it has upgraded Showa suspension. Finally, ABS brakes. Actually, on everything, 2015 or newer. The only thing about 2016 is it got the IPM motor. But um, but anything 2013 and up is go. a good to start. But with. it's not so next you. I think he said that I won. No, you didn't. I, I, think, I think Liza did. I, yeah, I 
won, I won, I won. Oh, God. <laughs> what? See what you've done, Terry. Do you see what you've done? Do you see the monster you've unleashed? Her, her head is growing a little bit. It's growing exponentially. Oh, that whether she'll get it out the bloody door. Bigger than you. No, so thank you. No, that is a, that is the point I wanted to make. Um, buying used bikes, you need to find somebody who knows the bikes, but buying used electric, you really need to find somebody who you can trust because I just see that over and over. Yep. Um, and especially, I mean, I've seen bikes where they... I, I think I saw um, an XU where they, oh, uh, I think they wanted like five grand, just needs new batteries. <laughs> right, yeah. I want to see what this thing looks like. And the batteries are like. There, there's something else to consider. Oh, do you, want, do you want me to send it you to you? You know what? The yeah, XU is. Oh, do you remember oh, yeah. when Zero was brand new and you'd see them riding around town? Yeah, on okay. Those bikes? See, That's yeah, what it was. What, yeah, okay. So there's something else to consider with electrics. So we've had about six different electric motorcycle companies. We've had like Mission, Alta, Bramo, Polaris, which was similar to Bramo, mm-hmm. the Zero. We've got Lightning and we've got Energica. And out of those that you can name... Harley. Harley now, too. That's right. Yep. So, we're, it's, you know, it's growing. It's good. And I think there's the KTM free ride that's going to be coming mm-hmm. to market yeah. soon. But um, let's talk about some of the older ones. If you saw, like, a, uh, a Bramo, Bramo was selling the bikes for around $20,000, and all of a sudden they discounted them to, like, ten. And then the next thing you know, they're selling for $6,000. And people are thinking this is a great deal. But they don't know how to touch a wrench. They don't know what an right. electrical plug is, and the fir- and then the next thing you know is twelve months later, the company goes under. Now you got a great electric bike for six thousand dollars, but the problem is, what now? The first time something goes wrong, you have no way to fix this thing, uh-huh. yeah. and so um, so that's something to consider because there's other companies, there's new companies coming to market now. I'm not necessarily worried about Harley, but there's other companies that have discounted their bikes a lot recently and it's just something to keep in mind if so you're I, I don't really follow this because Brahmo was bought by Polaris and everyone's mm-hmm. like yay Polaris has got Boku bucks but they pulled the plug on it they're done Sorry. with them now it wasn't profitable they couldn't they couldn't sell it at the price that they needed to to make a profit I remember seeing brand new bikes at dealers for six thousand dollars yep right yeah, and, and it was a great looking bright, uh, bike. Yeah, you know the impulse. Is that the one with the geared yeah, box? The actually, yeah, yeah. 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 no, it got a shitty like snowmobile. And I'll be honest, if it. you got mm. three years of runtime, run life out of it before something broke, that might have been worth it. But yeah, the thing is, you know, as soon as something breaks, then you're in trouble. But in my mm. humble opinion, that has been the best looking electric bike. I think up so. to this point. So yeah. you know, it's Would interesting. The the designer for Bramo, his name is Brian Wisman. Right. Um, he actually got poached. Uh, by by zero in 2017. Oh. So the SRF, if you look at the lines of the SRF, it's very similar to the mm. Impulse because mm. the guy that designed the Impulse designed the SRF. Right. Ah. Well, one thing I can tell you for sure: if you're going to buy a used bike, I think uh, there's to get the best deal. You take a grown up with you. Uh, <laughs> take Emma with you, but to get the best deal in general, <coughs> look for a very low mileage, slightly damaged bike. Slightly. You get a lot of bikes where somebody drops at once, gets spooked. In fact, someone in this room recently got one. Oh. Jim, you're here now. Oh, hey. What's hey. happening, wigwags? Jim. What's going on? He, he pulled one of those. Knock. Hey, drop by so my house. You, so, uh, I want to show you some. And I go by his house, and there's a fucking new bike out in front. God damn it. What's it what do you get? I feel like Jim's got like a gambling well, addiction. He no, does. Well, just it's hang like, on. I got to get another one. I got to get another hang one. Hang on. There's a story behind this. So uh, yeah. let's go back to last Saturday morning, Jim. Uh-huh. And what did we do last Saturday morning? Was this after we got out of bed? Yeah, after we got out of bed, darling. Um, 
So we um, we pulled down the KLX, didn't we? Yeah, you pissed in my airbox. I pissed in your airbox. Yeah. <laughs> and it, we pronounced the KLX dead. Dead. Yeah. Well, not dead, dead, but but dead enough for me. Yeah. Well, we started at the top and worked our way way down, right? Right. Damn. And um, um, yeah, and and the further we went down, the, everything looked fine. You're like this looks fine. This looks fine. You're like, ooh. But then, wait, are you talking about the bike or Emma? We, this is out of bed already. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. That's confused. And then uh, we get down to the crankshaft. And it's toast. <laughs> oh, did he spin a bearing? Well, no. I mean, you can't blame him. I mean, the guy's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. He goes. Yeah, but you can, you can kind of blame me. There's, there's water ingress into the oil, so he turns his oil into emulsion. You know when I sure. fell in that nasty ass now, mud puddle in Hollister? Wait, is that what killed it? Yes. That's what we're thinking. So now, oh, yeah, no. but oh, what no. are you going to do then? Well, and we'll step back. The airbox was opened up, so the, the guy who had it before me lived up in the Sierras, and they'd open up the airbox, like literally drilled holes in the side mm-hmm. of the plastic. And then the top, you know where the snorkel usually is? Yep. There was nothing. nothing. Like, Ooh. not even oh, Jeez, Altitude. So I think it just went. Which is so he got Water ingress into the engine. It so fucked up the chocolate oil. milk. Oh, chocolate milk, and it took oh. out. It took out the big end bearing, which is oh, obviously the weakest end. point in that Ew. bike. The crank bearings are okay, but just the big end is. Well, I up. didn't even get that far. I mean, oh, okay. once the big end's gone, you can split is it like, the casings. Oh, yeah. it's gone. It's torched oh. like it's like fucking heat welded or whatever on there. No, or? it's just baggy. Okay. And if you remember right, that bike ran okay, later, but <laughs> the 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 hotter it get, the more clankier it got. Yeah. Until you know, it's like brick in the cement. Mixer yeah, well, I was yeah. up in uh, I was up in the Sierras, and in the morning it would run fine, and then as it got hotter, like hill climbs and stuff, clank it, clank it, clank it, yeah, real, yeah, exactly, just so like new crank, new fucking Conrad, maybe, yeah, all those well, things. No, new, there's, new, a new, there's a new, new bike, son, new bike. Yeah. <laughs> is it that bad? It's it's how much is it? Well, to the Conrad well, no, and, uh, hang on. There, there's a win-win situation happening here. Oh, really? Now there is. Uh, okay, sorry. We we'll go ahead and tell us more. Liza just doubled down. <laughs> it is. It is a win-win. It really is. Yeah. So I think Jim, you really didn't want to go through all the trouble of rebuilding an engine. Um, no, not really. Yeah. <clears throat> well, the main thing is I have other. I, I spend all my time fixing bikes, right? <laughs> yeah. Like literally. And I might like the project bike, Jake's bike, I've been working on, and I haven't had been able really to work on it the last I don't know, like eight weeks, because uh, I'm always fixing other shit. And here's another thing that, that at first bless, oh, just, you know, rebuild it. And it's like, yeah, but that's a lot of nights and weekends where I could be working on other stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, for, a, you know, whatever, a 13-year-old dirt bike that I picked up for 1600 bucks. So it'll find a good home. It's just I'm not going to, you know, spend the time to go through it and everything else. Where, where might that home be? I don't know. We'll find out. Emma? We'll find out. Where might that home be? Well, if we go back to when we went down south, mm-hmm. um, I decided that I actually enjoy riding yeah. dirt. So I've got a garage full right now, mostly of clients' bikes. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I've cleared out some real estate, I think the KLX is going to have a home with me. Right. Yeah. I'll rebuild it with a heavy-duty big end. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe hop it up a little bit. I might put a 350 top end on it, mm-hmm. 325. <laughs> Just give it a little Perfect. more oomph. Yeah. Um, and then um, chuck it in the back of the El Camino, and off we go to Hollister. The Elkie, that's a good-looking Elkie, too. Yes. Yeah! And I got another friend to go dirt biking with, so it's a win-win. Exactly. And, you know, the Elkie, 
because uh, I just got a new truck. It's and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I should get a mullet. Did you? Or what are you going to arrange to get a <laughs> that fucking car mullet? is a mullet? I swear to fucking God. <laughs> I know that's the mechanical embodiment of a human and mullet. a gondrack. Yeah. It, no, it is. It's an automotive mullet. But you need a mullet when you're driving, and you need MC5 just playing over and over on the eight track. I was thinking like Aria wagon but, yeah. right. but the bed's wide enough for two dirt bikes so i was just going to get a couple of chocks and there just put two chocks yeah. in there and boom boom bike and then me and jim can you know cruise in the elkie and drinking then... budweiser's do donuts I, I, man I, I, we I, were I, cruising in the elkie we were oh too. god we were looking we were for trouble <laughs> elbow out the window i'll bring my i'll bring my acdc eight tracks uh. so i think that that would be a great bike for you because yeah, you can a, fix it up and get a good price on a bike that um still a good runner other right, than the yeah. engine everything's sorted out yeah. except yeah. the engine and it's just the one thing i'm desperately short of at the moment is real estate but um i've got a couple of long-term projects the square four finally i finally finished uh machining the bearings i need for the transmission of the mm-hmm. square four nice so i think that might be going away in a week or so and that is a bloody massive bike that's mm. occupying a lot of my workshop so i'm probably going to get a quarter of my workshop bike back when the, when the square four goes. Um, have you considered following uh, John's lead and working in the living room? You know what? Mm. Um, I think Kathy would murder. You would, you would be in trouble. Hey, Emma, you, you know would what would be, be good? Is if you started an Instagram account on you fixing up these damn vintage bikes. Mm. Oh, Instagram. Uh, yeah. Mm. I mean, that might be the... You know what? It's well, I mean, how interesting is it going to be about gonna, me standing at my fucking lathe turning bronze well, bearings for an aerial square <laughs> I mean, transmission? <laughs> well, I mean, it's not exactly compelling viewing, right. is it? Well, I mean, like, you don't... Should I do it in a bikini? Maybe. Well, now you're talking. I'm saying, yeah. you know, <laughs> you take the photos. Only, only if you're grinding. You do the... Oh, my God. Down the cleavage, darling. <laughs> you do the before photos, and you just take you know a few shots, maybe like 10, 15 of the whole entire process at certain stages or milestones. I don't know if people would really be that interested. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh yeah, I don't know, dude. Yeah, people love, dude. I'm telling you, man, it's people love that shit. I tell you people what, love that vintage. Shit. I, my That's current, my current craze um, on. Um, YouTube, uh, not YouTube, uh, uh, um, Facebook video. Mm-hmm. There's this DIY channel, and they'll take like old Croatian vices from 1903 sure. and do a complete restoration on it, and it's yeah. time lapse, so it goes sure. really quickly. It's fucking marvelous. Well, that's you can do that with a your square four if you wanted to. Is what I'm saying. Well, I might not want to. And you might not want on to, top of I'm that, saying. no, hang on, wait a minute. You know who some of my clients are, and they're exactly the kind of cats who don't don't want to be mm. well you don't mention their names yeah I know but um, it's not my stuff it's gangster right. shit Mark. Well, you, know you what don't I'm have saying? to be I mean, Miss Emma it, on, on Instagram it, it you could was, be just like the, yeah if the it bike was my stuff I wouldn't hesitate but yeah. it's other people's stuff and I'm always mindful about putting other people's stuff out there on the interwebs that's true right. you know especially if it's like the kind of people that can hurt me you could holler at them and say, hey, uh, I'm not going to use your name, but we're going to... Is it okay if I posted this stuff? And the answer would almost certainly be no, because hmm. part of the shtick of when I repair your bike, oh, they I'm don't know. very discreet about it. Right. And that's part of the whole thing about getting Emma to fix your bike. Well, I'm not gonna well thanks for shitting it. on my parade for your parade. Well, that's okay, no. <laughs> your parade I'm sorry, sucks, darling. Not. I know, my plans are you know, it sucks. It sucks to be you. Clearly. Well, <laughs> all right. Can we get back to, though, the new bike? Yeah, new bike, Jim. Yeah. So, sorry, sorry God. Best, like I said, 
a low mile, slightly damaged is the best opportunity. So, Jim, what did you get? Uh, a Honda CRF 250L Rally. Ooh. What? What? I know. That's the bike I wanted. God I damn! Where'd you get this? Where did the you? The funny get part this? is, it's not the bike I wanted. That, that's, I the, know. that's like the funny part. Uh, he wants to take all the plastic off. <clears throat> well, call the pla- Well, yeah, just do it. It's yours. I'm, it's I'm gonna take it off. I'm gonna break it off. It's kind of one of the others. Oh, or, the or add more weight to it, like adding protection to it. But um, I was I was in the market for a lightweight dirt bike, and you know, fuel injected Japanese is always good. But I couldn't go, you know, Husqvarna and KTM. That's just you're talking a lot. Of do you know what there. you've got, Jim? I've just realized. Among other things, what? No, in your garage, you've got Orgy Doggy and Doggy Daddy. You've got the two. You've got like Junior and Dad. Can we talk about cabbages and kings? Yes. <laughs> because I mean the rally. It's a, it's a, it's a it's a Africa twin that got shrunk in the wash. It's exactly yeah, what it exactly. is. It's exact. Well, it's a CRF two fifty. Mm-hmm. Uh, where a CR and then the Africa twin like it was so on today. So how much is a CRF one thousand? Okay, so, so let's get down to brass tacks. How many miles on it? Eighty-three. <laughs> wow! How much? With a with a bent with a bent whatever's on the left uh, lever. Clutch, yeah, right. Clutch lever. Fucking did four hundred and twenty miles today. I can't remember what's on Any the Any plastic damage? Uh, yes, it's scraped up on the plastic that, that I'm gonna eventually break off. But yeah, down the left hand side. Okay, but nothing really major. Well, and the the tires are only worn right in the center. So I think somebody rode it in a straight line basically for eighty-three miles and then ate shit and said, "Nope, I'm done. I don't want it." <laughs> okay. And then where I, I was on consignment at a dealership near where I work and. And, and I, it had been there for probably two months. And um, and they're also getting ready to move. They're moving locations and stuff. So, so you like you stepped in and made a silly offer. Well, no. They made me a silly offer first. And I was like, oh, because I was like going to drive all over right. and shop around and do all that. And, um, and they were just like, basically make us an offer. So I made them a silly offer because that's where you always start. Right. And they're like, um, okay. <laughs> and I was like, holy okay. shit. And you know what, Jim? That is exactly what happened with the Elkie. Yeah. I thought I was batting out of my league, and I made a stupid offer. And the yeah. guy said, yeah, so I'm glad it worked out for you. Well, it, you know, it's, an under, it's like an underpowered, really soft kind of dirt yeah, bike. Yeah, I know, but... But, you know, for the money I saved, I can dump some money into it and still be... I mean, I think a WR250 would have been, like, a little bit more up my alley. Yeah, but, know. you know, thinking but about what that would cost new... It's a lot of dough, Ray me out the door. So compared to that, it was it's pretty good. So. But you know, I never thought I would say this, but in the dirt, more power mm. isn't always more better. True. True. Lower because tire I mean, on the better. on the street, power's everything. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've got a hundred horsepower, well, a hundred and thirty is a lot mm-hmm. better than a hundred, and a hundred and fifty or hundred and sixty yeah. is a lot better than a hundred and thirty. But in the dirt. I was, you know, and I know it was literally my first couple of hours, but I was a lot more at home on the 100 than yeah. I was on the 250. And I know if it had spent another couple of days, I'd have been home on the 250. Yeah. But it's yeah. all technique. I have a question, though. Is there a, is it, in the Honda lineup, is there a different Honda engine, like a 300 or a 400 Honda engine you could throw in a dirt bike that would work well also? It seems like if they, if they would have a 3 or a 350 dirt bike. No, you know, it's a bit of a hole. Yeah. Um, the ultimate dirt bike to me is the one that Honda have never made. And that would be, I would take, I really... Like the KLX 300. Well, let's talk about your bike. And this is just, your bike is a 250 single cylinder. And it's exactly the same engine as a Rebel 250. Now, if you look at a Rebel 250 and a Rebel 500, 
it appears to be the same bike with a 500 twin engine so if you extrapolate that information theoretically you might be able to put that 500 twin engine in yours yeah assuming the mm-hmm. motor mounts are the same right well yeah, you'd have to do some research with yeah. with with, with rebel 250 and 500 plates. so but that's still a lot like 500 is more yeah, motor like you know, anyway, I'm just curious your best bet if you re- if you're looking for more power <clears> which you probably will be it's quite a good platform that engine. You could probably you can certainly put a 300 top end on it. Nitrous. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, but you can just certainly a put a 300 end. top end on yeah. it well, from the CBR 300. Yeah. So I'm, that's as good. I'm just going to ride. Yeah, I'm just going to ride it for now. And you know, I got you know bar risers coming, bark busters, all the kind of protection stuff. I'm going to throw some Moto Z's on it mm-hmm. uh, with heavy duty heavy duty tubes. Um, and then me and Mike are heading up to the Sierras later in the month, like up at about 6,000 feet. So that should be that should be pretty fun. So I'm just going to put it through the motions there. Um, and then it's, you know, it's fuel injected. Yeah, fuel, it'll be fun. Oh, fuel injected Japanese. Yeah. Well, I just mean as far as Seattle suspension is, you know, Seattle power is nothing I can do much it's, about they're that. very, but. very softly sprung. The yeah. rally rates mm-hmm. are softly mm-hmm. sprung, but it's an easy fix. Well, it's just money, you know. Well, like no, our, actually, you... Well, you it's a rear shock. It's a rear shock. Well, you should be able to ratchet up the rear shock. Um, the front forks are pretty easy, and yeah. I'll, I will give you instructions on how to do yeah. air assist on them for no money. Mm, okay. I want to know how it compares to the KLX, now that you've ridden it a little bit. Uh, you know, the, the, well, the KLX was a lot more visceral. You know, it was carbureted. It had the muzzy exhaust. It was the you know it was all opened it up. Felt faster. It felt faster. <laughs> okay. But I remember you and I when you get your uh, your yeah. CRF new, we would go like up the highway up up one, and mm-hmm. we'd stop at a like a, the red light. Yeah, and we'd kind of drag race, mm-hmm. and they were pretty much dead even up until like you know until you started shaking until I chickened out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Turned out to be something's bent. We just never figured out what it was. Africa Twins got something bent too. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So does this one feel like faster? No, yes. no. It, it's it's like it's utterly not like inspiring yeah. or yeah, exactly. anything. But I think it'll be really reliable which is good and i think it's a, it's a great platform well the price was right yeah and more you than know. anything i think i would have rather gone with like a wr250 something like that um but whatever i don't give a shit the price like, like i said i ride the bikes i can afford not the ones i want right it's just, the price was right yeah it's, it's just killing right. me that i wanted Perfect. that bike because i love the way it looks i know first thing <laughs> i want to do is take all the plastic off and he won't trade with me i did i texted Tough you titties. last night if you want to switch plastic oh i didn't see that yeah well that was just oh no what no but we can't yeah, different size gas tank. Well, Mine's we'd have bigger. to switch tanks. Uh, you could do that. Tanks um, and plastic. What? What? No tank. What color is it, darling? Honda colors. Yeah. Oh, it's red, white, and blue. Mm-hmm. Very good. It's very handsome bike. In red, oh, it's a good looking bike. Yeah. It's got those kind of build the cat headlights. It's got weird yeah. headlights. <laughs> well, yeah, Ralph Steadman. <laughs> yes, definitely, definitely Ralph Steadman designed it, headlights. It, it needs more lights, though, man. I, I've had cars pull out more than I do normally. Ooh. Right. And, uh, you know, it's got that black color, so it's kind of yeah, well, put camouflage. Put some clear waters on it. <laughs> I need the, Wait, I need the bang, bang bong version. <laughs> <of> clear waters. <laughs> those bang bong ones are pretty bright if you point them the right way. <laughs> Jim, I'm I'm confused. I could have sworn right when we were about to start the podcast, you texted Liza a picture, and you were at Half Dome Yosemite. I was. <laughs> <laughs> so what, I t- what I time did you leave Yosemite? 
Oh, fuck. Um, like, I don't know, four hours ago? But maybe just sent, you, I don't know. You texted yeah. us at like 5.30 or oh something. My God. Oh, it must have like just sent. No, I left oh. here No, I left here at 8 this morning, and I just rolled in when I popped in the podcast. Oh, he may not have had reception there, and it sent once he got I think that was yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, fucking Yosemite, dude. They got good potato chips. You went there, you did the there and back in one day. I went there for lunch. You went there for lunch. Yeah, good. Did, nice 500-mile yeah. ride, huh? 420-some-odd. Uh, yeah. yeah, nice. That's 11 awesome. hours. 11 hours I was gone. Wow. <laughs> Stoked to be sitting in this chair right now. Yeah, <laughs> we, we need hot. to gear you up to do an arm butt next. Yeah. Ah, so well, just yeah. quick, quick yeah. update. You know that uh, Brandon is yeah. currently on his iron he butt. Is. Yes, yes, yeah. right now. So he started four this morning, right? Started four this morning. It was looking pretty promising early. He had a small delay, so we'll just have to see what happens. I'm sure next week he'll probably update us. But he's doing it literally right now. Awesome. Where's his end in, in location? He started like where did he start? He's like ending, Vacaville or Visalia? Or? He started. In uh, okay, one of those V's, I don't yeah, know it's just up. north of Benicia. What, what's it called? Oh, Vallejo, Vallejo, Vallejo. Oh my god, yeah, saddest place got a hotel in Vallejo. <laughs> Road. Hey, I used to live in Vallejo. I know. So you shut your mouth, so you know no. it's true. Well, <laughs> next to Stockton, he rode 160 miles to Truckee up by Lake Tahoe, turned around, he rode down to just north of Bakersfield, and then he's turning around, going up, going back to the Bay Area, and then down through Gilroy. So he's going up the 99. That seems like a lot of work. Why don't you just well, bomb from here to like Utah? See, the thing yeah. is, you got to go. You got to go where the charge stations oh, are only and 50 miles apart. Yeah, okay. And elevation so. is a consideration too. And that's one of the issues that the infrastructure hasn't been there yet yeah. to do that much riding on electric. But there is now a route that you can, and he's yeah. figured it out. Well, when Jim just said he did 420 some miles in 11 or 12 hours. Mm-hmm. Brandon literally did 500 miles in 12 hours on yeah. his electric. So, you know, so we'll see if he can get the full thousand. Is it, is it, is, does it work out going uphill and downhill? Like, does that matter? Yeah. Because why don't you just jam down the Central Valley? Uh, charging like stations. But yeah. still, even charging still, huh? stations. Yeah, but Highway 5. No, there's, there's no, no, there's no stations. <laughs> on charging really? stations. Yeah. Yeah, I thought this yeah. was California. <laughs> so they're on 101 and they're on 99. And they're not 99, on 99, huh? Yeah, they're not on 5. Oh, weird. Because wow. there's towns on 99. You got Fresno, Stockton, mm. Bakersfield, you know. Yeah. There's no towns on Highway 5. Some beauties. It's coming. There's more and more stations. It'll become easier and easier. Yep. But that's well, awesome. The Brandon's, that's awesome. Well, Good and, for him. and Jim, congratulations on your new, new bike. That's what, two in like two weeks? Well, yeah, two months. We'll <laughs> yeah. call it well, that. Um, yeah. well done, Jim. Yeah, no, it's no, cool. You've, it's fun. I, well, I've uh, kind of got, I got it sorted out. I got, I got the adventure bike right for touring. Like I rode it mm-hmm. today, and it was super right. comfortable. I t- actually did some fire roads. I was coming down out Wawona, Wawona, whatever it is. Wawona. Yes. Um, yeah. And then there's some fire roads off there, so I bopped off, did some fire roads for a bit, came back on. Then I got the FC one for commuting, and then like fast riding around Wait, here. What bike did you ride today? Africa Twin. Oh. With the new Shinkos. Shinkos did good. Nice. Okay. Yeah, they did Because those are aggressive tires. Yeah, they. I mean, they were fine, more or less. I mean, it was super windy, so I would get up to speed sometimes right. and get a little bit of that, but I think it was just the wind more than anything. Well, when I saw the bike that he got, I was like, fuck you, now I, I have to get the Africa Twin Adventure, just to like yeah. even it out. <laughs> So, so I told you on the. On you the, guys need to go to rehab. I'm telling you. <laughs> no good. Jim, how many bikes do you have now? Eight. Eight. <laughs> but you, you know what? But I'm shedding. Shit. I'm shedding. Like, well, one doesn't count because I'm saving it to, for you guys to make into an electric thing or whatever. Else mm-hmm. I get rid of it. Anyway, I'm shedding three, so I'll be down to five. Okay. Actually, I think I have a buyer for your FZ6. Oh yeah, good. It's good You'd bike. be surprised too. Knock. No. That surprised me. <laughs> no, I think Charlie is interested. Charlie for Farley. a track bike. 
No, he needs a bike that he can do commuting and traveling on. That's mm. a great. And he's going to be doing the Wurwur ride down oh. to L.A. Cool. And he was asking me if I had any extra bikes he could use. I'm like, no, but Jim has one. And he's swimming in dough. Is he still living with his parents? Yeah. <laughs> well, he and Mike are moving Price in. Price just but, went up, yeah. Um, no, I told him that I, I think that's an affordable bike. How much do you want for it? For Charlie, we'll yeah. make a good deal for Charlie. Yeah, I told him I thought it was a good deal for a bike that's quite capable and doesn't need anything Yeah, right it's now. got full GV luggage. Well, two-thirds of it. Well, you got to fix the lock on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I have the ball bearing. I thought I lost <laughs> it, so that's good. Good. So congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Um, I think I want to get to some emails. Email time. I have one quick one. Um, okay. All right. I got to get into it. Hey, guys. Australian motorcycle riding road train driver here. <laughs> Bloody hell. A road train? Wow. Oh, that's road awesome. Road train, yeah. Just had to pull you up on your pronunciation of Nullabar. <laughs> Try Nullabar. I'm looking at the spelling right now. I've Nullabar. never Nullabar. seen such a word. Nullabar. 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 How do they As taste? No trees. It means treeless plain, which is kind of misleading, because when they built a roadhouse, uh, which is a remote it's area like gas groin. station, just inside the western boundary, they planted some trees around the buildings. I've, I think I've lost it and gone into something No, I think you're now. doing very well. No, Carry on, Liza. You're it. doing a uh, smooth. This, this same road linking Western Australia to South Australia Crikey. also has a section <laughs> called the 90 Mile. The one oh, 90, the 90 on Mile. The Blimey. It is, get, the, get this, 90 miles of straight road. Yeah. No bends, no intersections. Straight. No, no giveaway or stop even signs. even a Vegemite sandwich. Just a ruler straight road. That was more like British. Wow. Calm down already. Jesus. Cheers, Mike. Right, Thank you. Mike. Right on, Mike. Ruler boy. Dude, what a bitchin' job. Oh, driving a road train. That's gotta be Fuck, nuts. that's gotta be badass. That is badass. Right. Big what do you got? All right, I need vodka for this, but I do not. Oh, da, comrade. Da, da. This email says, hello, misfits. <laughs> You're really da. good at that. My name is Nikita. Oh, Nikita Khrushchev. <laughs> I am from Belarus. Oh, my goodness. I have been listening to your podcast for half a year now, and it is my source of motorcycle wisdom and fun. <laughs> So, ah, what a so thank you for making the podcast and for being such a cool family. <laughs> oh, God, I, I feel like I'm in Russia. I have got a little story to tell, which happened to me a week ago. Oh, good. It is related to a number of episodes of your podcast, so here it is. Okay. A week ago, I have been riding to the city from my home. I live in a suburb of Minsk. It is big, good quality interstate. It was early evening, so I was riding among a big flow of cars. Yeah. I was keeping a distance from the car in front of me. This sounds bad already. About 50 feet. (laughs) No, he's doing great. Speed. He's doing great. Was around 50, 55 miles per hour. I saw something liquid, white, <laughs> spilled across two lanes. It's Italian Spider-Man! <laughs> <laughs> That's the more. <laughs> I, yeah. I have hit the rear and front brakes, but realized that if I continue to brake on the liquid, I will definitely fall. So I let the brakes, I let go the brakes, keeping steering straight. I That's could good. not turn left or right as there was no time, and at my right there was car, and at my left there was a barrier. Oh my goodness, what did so you do? my wheels are on a white liquid already. I have let go of the brakes. And I was hoping that I would go through this huge white spot without falling. Unfortunately, I was wrong. <laughs> oh, no. oh no! I fell Hate. 
on the oh, left side. I hit the ground with my left shoulder. Oh. The next thing I know, my butt is riding warm asphalt. <laughs> <laughs> and I am starting what? to think I have better turn around somehow. <laughs> because if I continue to ride the asphalt on my ass, I will not be able to sit for a long time. <laughs> I am surprised how much thoughts I had for such a short period of time. <laughs> so I have started to, to roll over. Oh my God. So that there were no friction, it went smooth. <laughs> In a few seconds, I stopped and was able to stand. I remember the first thought I had, I hope the car behind me will not run me over. Well, it didn't. Thank, thank God. I looked around. The huge white spot is happened to be a massive puddle across two lanes of white paint, yeah. which was spilled by a truck which didn't secure big buckets of paint inside and made a sharp turn just a few <laughs> minutes ago. As a result, this half of uh, half of this paint spilled on the asphalt, creating a nice pool of paint. Oh my goodness. So I stand up, looked around, and realizing I am standing 70 yards from the point where I fell, oh. and my bike about 160 yards from the falling point. Oh. Wow. In Yikes. Ge in general, the bike did not suffer a lot. Pegs, mirror, and handlebar was the damages, but which is not a big deal. The problem is that it is entirely in white paint now, <laughs> and so was I. Oh no! <laughs> By the way, the bike is Suzuki Bend 1200. Oh yes, Nikita, yes. Year 1997. Great bike, and I love it very much. Oh, you should, darling. Do you know, Emma, what color were those in 97? Do you remember? I think it was midnight green. They're white now. Ooh, now it's a green and white yes, stripe. Yes, it's white now. <laughs> Fucking white. I feel I feel terrible for the guy. I'm just yes. I'm just happy he won 2016 U.S. election. <laughs> <laughs> now now we get to the point where he's related to podcasts. The gear I had on me was helmet and gloves. That is it. I had a denim jacket on me, jeans, and a pair of Converse shoes. Ooh. The damages I had were partially fried ass. <laughs> <laughs> a, few, a few bruises and clavicle dislocation. Oh, no. The, the last oh, is the most, like most unpleasant as I have to, had to have surgery on it and now have oh. to wear the gypsum bandage across my body for five weeks. And my left hand is attached to the body. <laughs> my, the cherry at the top is that I have wedding next week. Oh. Tra-la-la. <laughs> Nevertheless, Tra -la -la. my wife said she is still going to marry me. So <laughs> I am double lucky. Oh, you are lucky Very guy, lucky guy. The thing is that I heard a number of times in the podcast, same mantra. All the gear, all the time, and I was agree. I was looking for the proper gear, but I have never said to myself that I will not ride a bike until I get the gear. Well, I definitely should. <laughs> That is the reason I'm sending this message. If I had at least a jacket, I would not hit my shoulder so hard. I know the rule is at get all day gear all the time. But I was so ignorant that I thought if I will be careful, I am not going to be in trouble. <laughs> I suppose this is the trap in which we get from time to time. We think it, it won't happen with me. Well, it will. Another lesson I have learned is it is not if, but when. I hope I quoted correctly. So, thank you for your wisdom, and thank you for being such cool gang of cats. I hope to visit you someday. With love and respect, Nikita. Hey! Hey! Nikita. You know what? That was
was fucking amazing, dude. I think Nikita's from Pennsylvania. <laughs> I think that it's might Amish. be the. I think that might be the best email we've ever had. It's definitely up there. <laughs> oh my god, Nikita! Thank you, darling. No, Bagel, bagels performance. That was an, That's an Emmy right there. That was Nice, Emma. What do you got there? Good crabs. Yes. Thank you, darling. Hello, Recycle Garage. I thought I would say thank you for all the... Uh, wait a minute. Thank you all for the best motorcycle podcast I have found. Informative, interesting, rude humour. Jim, are you paying attention? You're my kind of people. Now onto my rides. Oh, by the way, this is from William. William Mason. Wee Willy Winky. Oh. Wee Willy Winky. Friends to the town. My first bike was a 91 KE 100 Kawasaki when I was 13. Sold that to get your first motorcycle. 85 GPZ 550. Oh, yeah. Yes. The Batmobile for 500 Canadian. Oh, it's from Canada. Well, I'm not going to attempt that because we have Canadians. And I don't want to upset the... the, the, the by attempting a Canadian accent. No, go for it. No, I'm not going to. <laughs> just say just please and thank yeah, you a lot. Yeah, just say sorry. Oh, uh, sorry, eh? You hoser. hoser. When I was 15, my dad and I got it running over the winter, and for the first time I took it on the pavement was at race school. Um, <laughs> at a track, I volunteer as a corner marshal. I stopped riding college to do car, school, bike, yeah, whatever. <laughs> school one. The bike sat on news for a few years, then I sold it when my firstborn came along. Fast forward 10 years. Oh, this is covering a lot of ground, this email. <laughs> and I'm now the proud owner of an 88 Ninja 600R. Oh, that's oh, a very nice. good bike. I got one of those. With 57,000 kilometers. So uh, nice. 60, that's about 40,000 miles. Um, right. I bought a month ago for 800 bucks and, in brackets, the wife approved. Oh. Mm. All right. Um, front tires, running a couple of hundred parts and it's on the road. And just last week, I picked up two. 600 ninjas for $200 oh, wow. for spare parts <laughs> and build parts for a 78 KZ650 project. You know what? I've noticed a common denominator yeah. here is that our friend William Mason mm -hmm. didn't he have a hit in the 60s with classical gas? <laughs> I don't recall that one. No, that was Mason Williams. Yeah. No, William Mason, anyway. Um, so he's, he likes Kawasaki's, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, my two boys, 10 years and 7 years, love the bike. Oh, so we've covered another 10 years now. <laughs> um, and can't wait for me to get them helmets to take them for rides. Oh, good show. Keep up the great work. I love listening to your podcast at work. He's a machinist. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but cool. get weird looks when I start out laughing out loud at you, misfits. <laughs> well, we're laughable, darling. If any of you are in this part of the world, I would be honoured to have you at my house. You know, having shared a hotel room with Liza... <clears throat> Mm. Yeah, I'm not entirely <laughs> sure whether you'd want us as guests in your mm. house. Jim will upper decker your toilet. You know, well, no, I mean, you know, you you might as well bring in spare sheets right now because the sheets are going to get or soiled. Just line everything in plastic. Soiled, darling. Oh, yeah. um, I'd be honest to have you house. as my house. I started listening a few months ago at episode 300. What episode are we at? We at 300? Oh, seven. we're way above that. Okay, yeah, very good. Plus. Then went back to episode 75. Now he's at 200. Yeah. Um, mm. Keep the shiny side up William Mason um, P.S. Luckiest guy in the world We do not have Back registration In Nova Scotia Canada So it's great and easy Pretty To get dope. the papers Most of the time Lucky guy That's awesome And he's included 
a picture of his 600 Ninja and what a handsome bike it is. Ooh, That's reasonable because somebody else's negligence shouldn't be your problem, right? Like if you didn't, this is some guy I'm didn't back pay backwards. Well, no, yeah. I mean, there's ways and means of oiling out of it. Yeah. Um, you know, just because you buy a bike that theoretically owes 800 in back fees doesn't mean you're actually going to end up paying it all right um exactly you just need to find the right clerk because yeah. yeah like with a lot of bureaucracy you know there's a lot of interpretation to it yeah mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. generally i find nice smile and good morning and please and thank you goes a long way mm-hmm. and then you know you can you can cry when well this bike owes 800 bucks in back you know on the east coast we didn't have any of that stuff you could buy a bike that had been sitting for 10 years and yeah right yeah. well it used to be that way in california no, um, the, the rules are different everywhere. I mean, yeah. there's yeah. lots of people who are online who you get totally offended when you sit there and they say, well, you can't do this and you can't do this. Well, actually, this guy's in Canada or this guy's in England. Maybe they can do it. Exactly. You have yeah. no idea what the local it's, rules are. It's yeah. wildly different. But I've bought vehicles here in California knowing that they owe a massive amount of back fees mm-hmm. and ended up paying a lot less just by negotiating mm-hmm. with a clerk in the DMV. And I'm not saying you, you end up paying nothing, but, you know, I've, I've <coughs> peed in the airbox, offered them 300 bucks for the bike, so it's got a rodent problem, and $1,000 in back fees. And the $1,000 you can reduce down to, like, 300 bucks, which becomes a lot more manageable. Yeah, they and then you're down the, the road. Cut. The state wants their cut. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, as long... If you think you're going to go in there and get away with nothing... And you go in there with that attitude, mm-hmm. you probably will get precisely that, nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, can, on the other side of the coin, you say, well, you know, I bought this bike and it, well, you know, and I'll, I'll pay something. They'll work with you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, good <laughs> Lord. Dog. Even, had the, even had, John even had the blocker up. You don't fit. Yeah. Oh, Emma, we're at, this is episode 327. Wow. And also, uh, interesting, you guys, we are in our seventh year now. Seven like years. 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 Seven wasted years. John, I'm so sorry, yeah. guys. I know. You do realize we have loyal listeners who have actually been Didn't listening like for seven years to this claptrap. I know. Um, so it's a bunch of hooey, I tell you. Knock. Yeah. What do you got there, and where is it from? This one's called G'day from Down Under. G'day. Oh, God, no, I love it when you knock. It's from Wesley Price. Oh. When you do Australian knock, it gets me all thrilled. <laughs> Thrilling. So give it your best shot. G'day, misfits. Oh, g'day. My name is Wes, and I'm from South Queensland, Australia. <laughs> Fantastic. Just wanted to say it's like a quick there. hello. And Hello. Let you guys know how much I enjoy the show. I host a podcast down here with my best buddy, brother, Keith, hey, called Keith. Crotch Rocket Radio. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know Crotch Rocket. Yeah. All right. We're both truck drivers. Oh, do they drive road trains, I wonder? I move dirty, great, big earth-moving machinery around the country. And oh, I can, that might be better. And I can, they all move big shit, don't they? <laughs> and I can move, and I can for up to 12 hours a day. <laughs> And still not be where I would need to be. Why does this sound like a speech impediment? <laughs> oh, he's doing great. Right. You shouldn't. You should encourage him. It's a medical condition. How dare you? <laughs> the lack of all motorcycle podcast made me think. Fuck it. 
I'll do my own. <laughs> That's a few months later, ever. my bro discovered. <laughs> I love that thought. <laughs> a few months later, my bro discovered you, Misfits, and I have been loving every show ever since. <laughs> the local support we have for our podcast oh, is amazing, right and it on. grows a little every day. We have mentioned your show on several occasions. Thank you. Thank you for mentioning yeah. our show. Crikey, that's awesome. And we're mentioning your show, too. So, okay, here we go. Uh, I've been riding for about 13 years now and have quite a few bikes over the years, but I'm currently riding a 2017 XCX800, and I'm loving it. In fact, <laughs> Blimey. I'm a, in fact, I'm a bit of a slut for triumphs. <laughs> <laughs> I recently took a slide down a steep gravel hill. Ooh. A Defcon 4 category, one might say. There was a minor broken part. Mirror gear lever broke, but I was okay. Roundhouse. Like, yeah. What was def- Deflon 4? Was that oh, something broke, but it was yeah. rightable. Yeah, that was yeah. right. That's uh, second to the lowest, I guess, right? Yeah, yes. that's right. I forget. And like Jim said love. about his recent Africa fall, if it's learning, uh, if it's a learning experience... It's a learning experience. <laughs> Plus, it's a good excuse for my wife to get me new pots. <laughs> I tried hiding more bikes to garage, but my wife keeps finding them. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. Wow. You should move them into the living room, darling. The neighbor's yeah, exactly. garage. That's yeah. Yes. If I had to pick up an, if I had to pick an up the butt bike, yes. it would have a really sore ass. <laughs> There's just so many. And all of the MV Augusta v, uh, F4 Claudio Castiglione Special Edition would be well on top of the list. Mm. I would bend over for a, worthy. <laughs> but I would bend over for a BMW R9T. Yeah, there you mm. go. Anyway, hopefully I'll be heading over sometime in 2021. Yeah, cool. awesome. So I'll try to pop in. Uh, keep up the good work and check out a podcast if you get a chance. Uh, if you ever evict knock, we'll take them. Hey. hey! But I'm not paying the postage. <laughs> Cheers from Wes. Hey, thanks, nice. man. Thanks hey, for the email. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cross check rocket. Cross what a rocket great email. email. That was funny. Thanks, cool. Wes. That's thanks, nice. Wes. Right on. All right, Jim. Okay, I got one here from Matthew. Mathieu Barlow. I can't see so good. Mathieu Barlow. <laughs> yes, Matthew Barlow. Mathieu. Uh, some writers share the love. Some writers share the hate. <laughs> All right. I'm stoked to hear from Rider Share. Yeah. I listened to both. I listed both of my bikes on Twisted Road and Rider Share, and I got a lot more action. And who doesn't? A lot of love. Wait, love a lot of action from Rider Share. It was nerve wracking the first couple of times. Somebody took off on one of my bikes, but now I enjoy it and recommend rides and places to eat before the renters picks up pick up the bike. Mm. Uh, anyway, keep up the jackassery. All right, thanks, Matthew. So he's yeah. Thanks, well. thank you for that feedback. Mathieu. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, we love both Twister Road and Rider Share. I appreciated that Guillermo came up here to do the show. Yeah, I mean Guillermo's a solid cat, as is Austin, and yeah, you know stuff. healthy competition is a wonderful thing, and I think they're both doing a great job filling their respective niches. I'm going to so. uh, I think I'm going to test the water and I'm going to do the uh, CRF250. Why not? It's right? a perfect candidate for, for it because it's already around here. It's it's a newer bike, it's an easy bike to ride. Yeah, if you it's break it it's got not a, hard to yeah, fix. It's got a, already got a bit of cosmetic trickery. Mm-hmm. So yeah, list it, see yeah, how it goes. It anyway. My prediction is it will be a lot more popular as a rental than it was as a seller. 
I, I don't disagree. Yeah. Mm, maybe. Yeah. Well, I think that's about wrapping it up. Um, th- I wanted to thank you guys for g- getting the courage it, it to come gr- hang out. It was great. It was yeah, great. We had a good time today. Good yeah, crowd. Really. Stuff going on. Um, pranks being played. They've been in during the Charger Fluffy Butt for the last uh, fifteen. When's minutes your uh, Werworth thing? Are you got? You're gone in like in a couple of weeks, right? When is that? Me? Yeah. What's, what's Werworth? Two weeks. In two weeks, I you're gonna be for three weeks. All right. Wow. Okay. Yep. So we have to do the podcast by ourselves. We We've got. Yeah. Some, I got some ideas, Emma. I got some ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Does it involve nudity, Jim? Always. Always. <laughs> Very good. And you're talking, and then coffee. I mean, and it'll just be like you know, thirty-six hours of the Price Is Right song on loop. That's just what it is. <laughs> Raymond, I wanted to thank you for coming down and for being Anytime. helpful today. Um, I, I'm hoping you're going to start coming, hanging out more. Oh yeah. You uh, maybe found your found your place. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Cool. Awesome. So what a great day today. It was a great day. And I know a young man who is riding around on his Harley right now. Big smile. With mm-hmm. a big smile on his face. And I know an old lady who's looking dashing in her new shirt. Oh, thank you, darling. <laughs> I do. <laughs> is, cool. that the, is that the vintage one? There's we no way to talk. Yes. You know how much that yeah, shirt's worth? That's no way to talk about it. $900. Well, eight ninety nine is what I saw the Eight ninety nine. Ninety nine. No, it's yeah. great. That's all that Patreon money went but for. But it. It, is, it, is, <laughs> it is rather warm in here. I know. I it's see. rather snug. <laughs> so, um, also, this is a Double Dumper weekend. Double D. I also really... Least, uh, so, uh, Emma, you don't know this yet. Our L.A. Um, interviews. Yes. We did so many good interviews. I'm splitting them up into mini episodes. Oh, very good. So the first one, the Honda Museum has already dropped. And I am going to be um, releasing the others as just special little mini episodes. Oh, my gosh. Charger's just making it. Charger's like, yeah. So <laughs> I, think, again, I think we're ready to get out of here. Thank you, everyone, for sticking with us and listening. Yo. Thank you to our Patreon subscribers. And thank you to everyone who emailed and for our guests for coming by. We appreciate you. Yes, John, even though you're a man, <laughs> I appreciate you. Sorry, I have a penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she'll, she'll, she'll punch it later. Make a t-shirt. <laughs> uh, good times. All right, thanks, everyone. This is Liza. It's Electric Terry. Go electric. Make a gym. Protect our open space. Bagel. <laughs> Emma Darling. Angela. John. Johnny. Eat, eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> Raymond. Raimondo. And we're out of here. Cool, cool. cool. Woo.